place. Um, does my Jew fur look all right? Or it does. It looks. We're we are actually live right now, so you can ask people how your Jew fur looks. How does? <laughs> Why don't you ever let your your mane out? Why do you always cover it up? It's like you always cover it up. Because you know what? You want to know why? Is it because if you didn't wear a, a hat, you wouldn't be able to advertise your initials? Because <laughs> you could do like eighth grade and just carve, carve it inside, you know? It's a combination. Thanks. Okay. Uh, do you want me to start at the superficial stuff or the business stuff? Well, let's start at the superficial. Let's work our way up to now. Like, let's start okay. at the beginning of... When I was yeah. 12 or 13 years old, I was in the my kitchen... I'm with Mo Mandel, everybody, by the way. Hey, how uh, you doing, guys um, and girls? Uh, I was in the kitchen washing dishes, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad walked through, and he goes, you have a huge forehead. And I put on a hat that night. Your dad? <laughs> really? But you know what? Like, back then, it was just shit you said. Like, now, I'd, you know, sue my parents or whatever. But back then, it was just shit your parents said to you. Yeah. And it's also something where, like, they didn't say it to hurt you, but the just the way that it came to them in that moment, you're like, oh, that must be a real thing that they noticed. Like, that was like a... A hundred percent, because then what happened was my mother followed up with, it's okay, baby, it just means you have a lot of brains. Okay, so that means you have a huge <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, Your mom didn't even say that's not true. She was just right. like... It's true, but, but here's some spin. She was trying to make me feel good <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. that's when I knew. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to start wearing a fucking hat. And then you started doing it, and you had to do it for your career because people associated you with it. Okay. So then I was like, okay, when Chelsea lately started, I was like, now is my chance not to wear a hat. So the first three or four episodes, I didn't wear a hat. And then Chelsea was like, she was like, I've known you a long time. I go, yeah. She goes, I fucking hate you without a hat on. And I go, really? She goes, yeah, wear the hat. Yeah, and that's exactly how Chelsea would say that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, you look better with it. It's, I hate you with. without it. Yeah, yeah, without yeah. yeah. It. So, so I that's was like, okay, hilarious. well, I'll wear this hat for as long as the show goes. But I didn't have a scope. There was no way for me to tell. That it was going to be that long. Right. Yeah, yeah. And now, when I show up to auditions or if I show up places without the hat, people are like, hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got to have it. Because I remember when I saw you on, I was watching Shark yeah. Week for like a solid half hour before I realized that was you. Right. It just I was just like, this guy's pretty good. And you were like. <laughs> I had oh. no idea. It was, right. Yeah. And then somebody said my name. I didn't know you were so into sharks or f- fish in general. I, <laughs> I didn't know you were such a sea life enthusiast. I wasn't until <laughs> that week. Okay. I think that's what. And of- then not. Since that week, well, I—that's uh, not true. Unless they pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get picked up this year. Yeah, well, they had Eli Roth, right? Yeah, they wanted to go make it not as funny. Yeah, well, it's funny because I got called. They really did because yeah, yeah. I got called. <laughs> now let me tell you, I got called in for uh, you know uh, a Shark Week thing where me, Julian McCullough, all these other comics came in there to, to watch shark videos and say funny things about them. And they also had scientists and stuff there. And then they were going to put our comedy in there. And then I got an email saying, yeah, they're not. They don't want to use any comedy. No. So I just got paid a grand to drive to Burbank and talk about sharks. And then no one ever saw me talk about them. It was a pretty good deal. By the way, Ultimately, the, that's the a good deal. Gig. I would not be here if I had been offered that gig. I just, no. But I had such a good time. There are so many crazy things about sharks that I found out by doing yeah. it. I think my top three were this. One, if you've been in the water in Santa Monica, you've been within four feet of a shark. 
a hundred percent chance. I, I think about that all the time. That that when these guys are surfing, there's just probably like a beast right beneath them yeah. that just doesn't feel like kind of going up. Well, some of the beasts aren't interested. Totally. And, and 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 you know the the reason and people get bitten by great whites out here, but they're juvenile great whites, which is why you don't die. There's very few people who are escaping the full grown bite. You know, you're looking at a you're looking at a man who has great white shark dived. Dived? In a cage. Dove. Dived. You did? Where? Dived. Yeah. Gons Bay in South Africa. Those are the with Bobby Lee. What? And was that for the comedy festival? I was out there for a comedy festival and me, uh, Ian Bag, Bobby Lee, Orny Adams. All went shark All in the diving. same cage? Yeah, yeah, we were all in the same cage at different points. In the cage, like, and these sharks are like- What a great 15. reality show. It was the, crazy. the worst joke, get, you get pushed out of the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and That'd then the great. winner is the guy who gets to live. Right, right, right. That, that, would, be, that would be absolutely perfect. Yeah. And we also had a nice South African racist guide who kept referring to Bobby Lee as a little Korean nugget. The whole time, <laughs> and then they also said a bunch of like weird anti-Semitic stuff, and me and some of the other guys on there were Jewish, and we we're just kind of like, "This is like seven hundred bucks a person." But they're <laughs> like, casually just... racist. I mean, they were they were very. It wasn't even like they thought it was racist. It was, yeah. like, it was like a that was what you would call Bobby Lee, a Korean dumpling, well, which honestly isn't far. No, and dumpling by the way, is if he made if he made T-shirts with his face on it, and it was the Korean dumpling. Yeah. I, he would sell. A, I'd be wearing one right now. A, a gazillion. He'd be, and he should. What well, he should make is underwear because that's what he wears for his closer. Right. And, or when you're just around him and he feels like pulling off his pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which He's is the a only lot. guy I know who has two belly buttons. So we. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So this is this is a good Bobby Lee naked story. We were. We Wait. Were, tell me about your diving. Okay. So it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. It's. it's Really, you do get the sense that the sharks don't care that you're there. Like, you go in the cage, there's giant hunks of meat floating outside, and they go for that, and then, like, if, if they see you, they just could not care less. I was, like, kind of hoping for some, like, yeah. you know, like, but there yeah. was very much just, like, you know, and occasionally ones would, like, bump its nose, and then these giant whales went by, they were, like, 30 When it bumped its nose, did you touch it? No, but, like, here's the deal with shark cage diving. They're just like rebar. I know. So your f hands kind of float out. And when the nose comes in, like, it just sort of, like, kind of comes in. You're like, I don't, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know if I did touch I don't think I touched it. But it was pretty crazy. Do you know what's crazy to me about that? There's a couple things. One, um, it's not like the shark if the there are openings in the cage. Well, yeah, and you're you're literally, you have to hold your legs against yeah. this bar or they just sort of float. I mean, it's it's really... Stupid, actually, when you think about it, because the holes are like this big, they could easily be that big, and you'd still be able to see. Yeah, but there's none of they I, don't do that. I always thought about that, like, the, like, because for the cameras, they're like, we gotta make it bigger for the cameras. I'm like, what about the people? Yeah, we want the. I will tell you, I've seen video too of so two cages set up, right? And they, and my buddy was one of the was the guy. They dropped him in a cage by himself, and then they now was a, this one that swung swung around like a Jacques Cousteau cage? It was on a it was on a little. Yeah, that's what yeah. ours was. It was attached yeah. to the boat. Because there's a the really hardcore shit is like when there's a chain and a weighted cage and you're just sort of swinging. You know, remember those well, Jacques don't, Cousteau? Yeah. I don't know if they'll do that. I don't know how it was. I think it was. I don't know how it was attached. But I know there were two cages, right? And one with one guy in it and the other one with three people, cameras and everything. And this great white, because they're hunters and they're instinctive, attacked that cage. Why? It's the guy. Look, if you're off away from the pack. It assumes you're wounded. Oh, it's interesting. It's the easy hunt. 
Yeah. It's the easy hunt. And they're super fucking smart. So the, the things that I learned was that. I also learned a guy, the, the same guy, Andy Casavetis, I think is his last name, or Casagrande. Casagrande. Yeah. Casagrande, yeah. So Andy is a, is a world-renowned shark camera person. And how do you know him? Shark yeah, how did shark you, how did you know that? I watched shark a lot of it. Yeah. So Andy, Andy was on my show uh, every year that I did it. and But he, I said to him, so what, what, what do you do if you see a shark? Because he told me he was swimming up once, and he looked down and he saw a shark coming up at him. What the fuck? He said, listen, it's not, it's a counterintuitive to everything you know, but swim at the shark. And I said, why? He, he said, because, you know, sharks are hunters and they're, and they are, y- y- you know, they like to attack uh, from the murkiness they're and they don't like people. Ambush the, predators. Ambush predators. If you're swimming at the shark, there's nothing in the ocean that swims at the shark. Whoa. Right? There's nothing in the ocean that doesn't try to get away from it. So, so it's it's, hun- it's like if it's you hunting. were if you were in prison and like you kind of like went up to the biggest, the biggest scariest guy and he'd be like, face. "Well, this guy must be crazy." Yeah. yeah so yeah. he said that's his theory, and mm. I was like, "But uh, what do you think? You think it's real?" He was like, "Right now, it's just a theory." <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's another like it was gonna test <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking about this. Okay, I was flying back yesterday, and a little baby was freaking out because you know, like whenever like kids are on planes, they they can't pop their yeah. ears. Who figured out that? That wasn't gonna kill the baby the first time. Like, who was like, "Hey, let's see how this reacts with babies." Like, like who who was the first one? Like, I'll I'll take my baby on that flight. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. But I it, like. What about the first person? I think about that mo all whenever I'm high, which is, yeah, a considerable amount of time. Sure. Why th- would it not be? I think about that all the time. The person who tried something first, like, like because I won't even do something the. F- Five billionth no. time. Like even now, when I think about skydiving, I'm like, I'm gonna give it a couple more years, let them really work out the kinks. But somebody was just like, Yeah, no, all right, gravity. Yeah, yeah, no, that works. That tracks. Somebody's jumping, jump about that. Plane. Somebody was the first person to bungee jump too. Be like, Insanity. trust me, you're gonna stop. It, it gotta look like you're gonna hit the ground, but you're not gonna. You sure? Not like a hundred percent, but yeah. somewhere, somewhere up in the nineties of being I sure. Just, I am. I the, one of the most things I hate about myself is how fearful and neurotic I am, and I can't fight it. So the idea—I mean, I fight it, but I can't beat it. So the people that who actually just do stuff mm-hmm. and just trust that it's going to work out—it blows my mind. Are you envious? Yes, because I can't even have sex with a woman without thinking I'm going to like get die of AIDS or something. Really? Like that. Yeah, like I'm so fucked at this point. Are you nervous about going down on somebody? Oh, I mean, I love going down on women, and. As soon as I'm done doing that, I'm like, well, yes, yeah, so you're just going to have like cultures all over your face for the rest <laughs> of your life, and that's just the world you're going to live in. Like, I just can't. It's so awful. And Wait, like, like the minute I have a I, I kiss, like anything, like the minute I'm like done with like the, the animal yeah. part of it, where like the, the, the fucking, just the horror of what is my mind sinks back in, I'm just looking at her face like, is that a cold sore? Oh, wait, she said she went to Mexico last year. That means she probably like was on a spring break thing and hooked up with a lot of them. <laughs> just like, let me just kill all the joy that I just experienced. Like, it's almost like, it's like it's not worth it for me to do anything because I'm just going to like become petrified so, of it. when you meet a girl, so you met a girl at a bar tonight. Yeah, I don't think so, At a show. At a show. Sure. You meet a girl at a show. Right. And she goes, I think you're so hot. Yeah. And you go back to your place. Okay. Two questions. One, you she wants to go down on you. You let her? Yeah. Well, that one. <laughs> but I th- don't that have, one. For some reason, that one I have very little 
I don't have a lot of like yeah. There, I don't feel like there's a lot of dangers on that one. Okay. I mean, besides probably, like herpes. Yeah. Besides that, I okay. guess. Besides that thing yeah. that like for some reason I'm yeah. Besides okay. that thing that most people have. Right. Okay. So that's the one. I don't want to fill your head with it, but that's the one that the one that's most likely is the one. Yeah, that I always, you don't forget, I always forget you can get herpes from a mouth on your. I mean, that's also a weird like. Just you're just like, come on, God, like give us something. Yeah, like, just let us. <laughs> what am I gonna hit over the hand hand job? No, I, mean, I can't shorts. do a fucking a, over the jean hand job. Okay, I'll tell you one thing that happened to me last summer. I actually came off a hand job, and I was very surprised, and the girl was very surprised, because usually I think if a woman gives you a hand job, she's like, let me just sort of. Yeah. annoy you until you just like warm like, it up like they, no, or like they're like I'm not gonna sleep with you slow and I know you but I'm just gonna like hurt your penis yeah. until you just give up and then I was like ah joke's on you <laughs> done I have to tell you now I, obviously I'm married but I haven't come from somebody else's hand job yeah when I say somebody else I you don't mean yourself. I don't mean you I mean me Right. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. You for, and, and I'm sure the viewers are also thank you yeah, for clarifying yeah, that yeah. as well. Although I'm sure the, the hot Jew on Jew. It's a niche market. Uh, for sure. But I, hand jobs to me, like, I'm just so much better at it. Yeah, no, there's definitely that aspect. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want to kind of get behind him, like, in one of those movies where the guy shows the girl how to play pool, and you're like, I'm going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gotten more hmm. Jew hate since Trump has come out? I've asked people that. Mm. I have got a shit ton more. Really? Yeah. No, I haven't. Uh, n- no. No? Got, no. Not really? That's I have. I mean, I, I feel like there's been some of that in my career, but not lately. You haven't gotten any more than usual. Than usual, yeah. Uh, you haven't followed Tila Tequila. Tila Tequila on Twitter right now. I'm, I, I Can I just, I don't like the way you're asking me that question with judgment, oh, like no, I'm no, no. not following it's Tila Tequila. Super funny. She's, I don't know if she's doing. Oh, it. I heard about this. She's like right wingy kind of now. Oh, or... not just kinda. She's considers herself part of the Aryan race, and that she's a mm. neo Nazi. She's okay. Asian. I don't know if she gets that. Yeah, but she. There know... was a kid in my high school who was who was convinced he was white and was super racist. And when I called him on it, he was. Just, I was like, "Well, what are you?" And he was like, "I'm white." I was like, "What was he?" I don't know, but he wasn't white. You didn't see I, his parents? I never met his parents, but I I did see his parents, but he was clearly not their kid. Like or like there was a mix something was going on. There was a mix up. But he hospital. wasn't I wasn't really sure what he was, <laughs> but he was like he was just like this racist little hick. Wait, where'd you go to school? Up in way up in Northern California. Are you a California guy? Yeah. How Northern far? California, like nine hours north of LA, ten hours north maybe. Oh, right near Oregon. No. California goes on for a long fucking time. So I'm like three hours north of San Francisco, right. you know, and then it goes on for like another 500 miles. Holy shit. Yeah, so I'm in Mendocino County. What was your high school like? I mean, for, were you like, so were you, a, were you an athlete? I was horrible. I, the worst, I just utter misery. Hated, hated Really? Yes. How hated come? It. Usually funny guys or funny girls, whatever, take, take your fucking, take it down a notch, everybody. Funny people have an easier time in high school. Wow, I think you're wrong on that. Really? Oh, God, I, I think you couldn't be further off. I think that's how you get funny, by being tormented ah. and having nothing special about you. You weren't class clown. I was like, I would be snarky and I would definitely talk shit. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't, like, no one was, like, class clown has to have the clown. You know, actually, I remember the class clown got a lot of laughs, and I remember sitting there being like, you fuckers just like this guy. Yeah, he's not fucking funny. You I just, was, I you was just like you just like you go to his party, so you're laughing and shit. But he's not actually funny. 
if you knew me, you knew I was funny. Well, let me but just no one say, knew me. And so when I would actually, can I just say, by yeah. the way, for those of you listening, that's the day that Mo turned into a comic. Yeah, <laughs> just when that little bitter, yeah, like, yeah. Ah, I'll that, show you. Fuck that guy. Yeah, it's yeah. The day no, he turned into no, a I comic. Was, I mean, it's weird because I'm kind of like a beefy looking dude now, but I was four foot eleven, 103 pounds Get as a freshman. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and four eleven. Yeah, and I went to a brand. I went to a different high school as a freshman, and it was just four eleven. A nightmare. 411 yeah. that you're like you're like not too far from midget 411 100 I was a pounds. little fella and I remember That's just lighter like, than Chewy. Well, yeah, but Chewy's a girthy guy. That's 60 pounds lighter than Is Chewy. It really? Yeah. That he need that's not healthy for Chewy. Is no. that why he was on that little scooter for a while? Oh, um, can I tell you that they were like one one show they were like, "Hey, it's going to be funny and we're going to need you to go pick him up." I was like, "Pick who up?" They were like, "Chewy." I was like, "No." Because he's short, so it's like a bowling ball. Fucking bowling ball. Yeah. It's not spread out. God, I remember one of those Chelsea uh, parties where he showed up with like this really hot half oh, yeah. black girl who was like 5'10 and I was just like god damn it Mo I was just like angry about it I, like, he I mean like why would you be angry at that like I was happy for him but I was just angry I was just angry at the world like some god like fuck is that how bad my personality is no like even like like what is it you know but you gotta give this guy I'm sure I love yeah. all the love in the world and I mean good for him yeah. but still cause I'm me I'm just sort of like what I'm somehow being fucked by this like, you this know the way I looked at yeah. it the way I looked at it was this you know what even with that cause I saw him walk out of a club in Kansas City with maybe top 10 best looking women I've ever seen in person mm. And at first, and the guy I was sitting next to, Joe Corey, was like, what? You know Joe. Joe was like, what the fuck, man? And I was like, listen, even him fucking her, would you trade places with Chewy? He was like, no. I was like, exactly. No, you give him, <laughs> Give him that. No, I know. Give him that. But it's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, because he's, Chewy's like well-known for a little guy, well-known a little bit, but he's not like, just roll up like Mark Wahlberg and like girls like I'm gonna fuck you because you're famous. Like he has game. He has to have game. No, I think you, you really think, I think you're wrong. You think women are that? I think just willing to one. Give it he away. doesn't. He doesn't have the. He doesn't speak the English, so his game is not great. But I and I and I know he doesn't roll up Mark, like Mark Wahlberg, which is a crazy reference for you. But I, I I know he doesn't roll up like Mark. But he is so recognizable. You know, we I would walk around with with I've walked around town with Chels and with Chewy. Easier to walk around with Chelsea because she can kind of hide. Right, right. There's yeah. no hiding, and even which is amazing that there's no hiding considering his size. I know, yeah, be nothing but hiding. But it's not like he can hide behind a pole. What's he <laughs> I gonna? I mean, he could, but he's, <laughs> but he's not. If he has to move, he could hide behind a car, maybe. Yeah, uh, he, like like a little dust ball. Like, yeah. a little, like a little, like a little, like in those cartoons where it just sort of rolls through town. He can kind of get a little thing like that going. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. You were in high school, four eleven. Oh god. You're not, but you're not getting put. When did you lose your virginity? Uh, after high school. What? Yeah, it was bad, dude. Like, well, how I, big were you when you left high school? I mean, I may be getting up into like the five nines, but I was like, you know, I mean, I don't, maybe not. Did you get picked it, on? Maybe. Oh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. It was bad, dude. I remember just like, cause it's so it's so shitty when you go to a new school and you have no friends. Yeah. And um, I remember this kid this oldest somehow like i gotten into it like his is some girl had like i mean like yelled at me or something a pee or something and i was just like blah, 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 i don't know what happened and then i'm like at lunch with these new friends i made and then like this girl's boyfriend is like a senior just comes up and just 
without saying a word, just goes, and just starts choking me. Wait, really? Yeah, and and like behind like a thing, and these guys are like my new fr- new friends who are all total pussies too. Just sort of sat there while I just got choked by this guy as he's saying like, "Don't ever talk to my girlfriend." Something, and, I, and then he just and like I think I'm gonna die. And then he just lets go of my thing, and. And walks off, and then I just sort of like sit there, and I'm just like crying, and no one says a fucking word. <laughs> they didn't was, help you. No, it's so awful. That and this guy was not like a big guy. He was like he was like a small, but he was a senior. He was bigger than me, you know. I mean, it was just like it was just one of these horrible. And it was even worse than the choking was the afterwards, where I'm just sort of like. It's humiliating. Fuck, I don't have anyone else to hang out with. I guess I'm going to have to hang out with these guys tomorrow at lunch, yeah. too. Like, God, I hated it. It was it's, just the worst. It's fucking humiliating. Yeah, it's awful. I, and, and and I remember, and this is fucking, like, weird. Like, I remember I brought a knife to school for the rest of the week, like a big fucking knife. Like like a kitchen knife? No, like a switchblade that I somehow had. Why did you have a switchblade? Not a switchblade, like a fucking fold knife. Like a, oh, like yeah, a yeah. buck knife. Yeah. And I was just sort of like... This fucking guy does anything. I'm gonna fucking kill him. You know, like that kind of crazy shit that, like, you know, I chance? never, what I are never. What chances you would have pulled out that knife? None. And there was zero chance. I, I never had any, like, it was never like an offensive weapon. Right. Like, I'm gonna seek this guy out. Just like, I mean, I remember at the time, like, literally thinking I was gonna die. Cause I'm like, kids are fucking crazy. Did you tell your parents? I mean, I. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I did, but I mean, not that I wouldn't have, but right. I just remember thinking, like, I might need this knife to save my own life. You know, I was that scared. That's crazy. Yeah, it fucking sucked. I hated it. So where'd you, 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 did you go to college? Yeah. And where'd you go to college? UC, UC Santa Barbara. And oh, the so same thing happened to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you were smart. You know, I, I, did no, I was, well, I don't know Dude, if I was smart. But. I did a show at UCSB and uh, at that little auditorium. Yeah. And I remember, so the, I'm, I'm walking in, the guy goes, we're really excited to have you. Kids are excited you're here. Just a couple things. Uh, you know, the food's over here. We could check for you after the show. And just remember that uh, UCSB has the highest percentage of STDs in the country. So yeah. just be careful. That was his third thing. Wait, be careful, like, don't get anything or don't talk about it? Don't get anything. Oh, that's amazing. That was his thing. He was like, yeah. just, be, just know that whoever, if you hook up with somebody... There is like a fifty percent chance that they've got something. Yeah, I mean that was like a thing you heard constantly. Was it really? There. Yeah, I actually remember a girl that I was dating, very casually dating, but like we were hooking up, uh, who had slept with like everybody. Like that was just like the the thing. That, okay, you know, wait. Like, how how big are you at this point in time? Um, like yeah, it's my freshman year of college. So so like five ten maybe five nine. A hundred and I mean small, still looked real young. And so you know? what does this girl look like? The girl she's kind of cute, but she's like she's just been sort of like just doing her thing. Like yep. the, like everyone was kind of like all right, this is the first, you know the first quarter. Like some people just go a little nuts. Yeah, they're so, called Mormons. Yeah, or they're like <laughs> anybody who's like it's funny because I just got back from Utah, which yeah. I want to go into. But they're they're anybody whose parents were at all rigid. Yeah, like they're just like all right, it's time to make all those mistakes there right was, away. There was a Mormon girl at my school who had, by the time Halloween came, she, <laughs> she, on Halloween, was already having anal in a gorilla costume. Oof. <laughs> I mean, that's... That's how far. Like, yeah. she, at the first night, she, she was, was in like, the gorilla costume. Was the guy was in, the gorilla in any costume. kind of costume? He or, was in like a pirate costume. At least he was in a costume. Because if he, if she was just in a costume and he was normal, that'd be more humiliating, I feel. For who? Him or her? For her. Like, if he was, like, put on this gorilla costume. Well, can I tell you something? Here. He didn't let her take her gorilla mask off. Well, that's just on him. Then. So, that's no, he, like, he was like, I, I was like, so what? He was like, oh, I made her keep the mask on. I go, what? He was like, yeah, just so I fucked a gorilla in the ass. And I was like, that's a little weird. 
That's so weird. And it also blows my mind that, like, what, what, what was the guy, like, 18 as well? Yeah. Like, there's guys who are that confident sexually at that point. They're like, oh, my no, God. I, no, no, they're not that they could have anal sex, but they could be like, no, I made her keep it on. Yeah. Like, for me, I'd always feel like, I'm getting away with something. <laughs> I need to just do this as fast as possible before a girl realizes I shouldn't be doing this to her. So, you know? this first girl, did you feel- It's not who I lost my virginity to, but this is just like It's a, not? No, this was more of an STD story, an STD fear story that involves the greatest prank I ever pulled Go. in my life. So- I, you know, little dorky fucking guy at UCSB. I was in the creative arts dorm or whatever because the creative writing major. So all these other, like, misfits that are, like, no one's getting laid. You know, we I think we ended up, and conversely, we ended up doing the most damage to our dorm hallway in anybody in UCB, US, UCSB. We, like, we would, like, literally every night someone would take a golf club and break the glass on the fire extinguisher. At one point, we smashed all the furniture and put it in the elevator. <laughs> Just dumb shit that kids are doing when they're not getting laid. Yeah. Just like, no one's getting laid, so we're setting shit on fire. We're fucking shit up. And then every day, this fucking poor janitor would just be like, just like this, this fucking this like just you know, and you could tell he was like an immigrant. Like he had probably like had to work his ass off to get yeah. this job. Just sort of looking at us like, <sighs> he hated you guys. Worthless pieces of somebody shit. getting laid just, on this fucking just floor. fucking like you know sweeping up the glass. Like I literally just remember like it would just be constantly like every time you be sleeping you hear like, <laughs> oh that's so funny. <laughs> and it was to the point where they actually kicked. I got to, if you, as soon as you were done with your last final, you had to move out like that hour. Really? Yeah. They, cause they knew anybody who's in there was going to fuck something was gonna up. Was going to fuck some shit up. Okay. So by the end, it was just like this ghost town of like three people. Anyway, so my friend Damien had never, I mean, he was a little teeny guy, like five foot three, still one of my best friends, and he had, he had never had sex before. I had had sex with two people by that point, not at UCSB. But I had slept Wait. with a girl during the su- a couple girls during the summer after high school, so I, I I had lost my virginity. But oh well, when you tell the story, I want to go back to those stories. Okay, so I'm dating this girl and or just gonna mess around with her, but like I'm too afraid to have sex with her because of the STD stuff and like you know that paranoia is always with me. So anyway, it's kind of a joke between my friends. They're like, "Why won't you sleep with her? You know, fucking why are you?" Sleeping? And I was like, oh. "Anyway, so I." Uh, she was in my room messing around, and then she went back to her dorm. And then I, for some reason, got this stupid idea where I went, I went to Damien's door, which is right across mine. I knocked on I said, hey, uh, so-and-so said she wants you to, uh, she wants to take your virginity. Like, right. she wants to have sex with you. And he's like, what? And he's like, just like, he's like in his boxer shorts, like three in the morning, and she's like, okay, okay. And then I'm like, well, dude, you gotta go get dressed. And he goes and puts on like a shirt, and I'm like, no, man, you gotta get dressed. Like, you, he goes and puts on like a like a nice shirt, and I'm like, dude, you gotta like fix your hair. Like, he gets all fixed Come up. On. I really did. I don't know why I did this. It's so fucked up. But he gets, I, I, I don't know why. I'm like, I, I'm not getting laid. I'm just gonna fuck somebody. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's so much weird emotions. So at that he age. probably checked his breath 90 oh, times. He, no, and like he got like real deal shit. No, well, okay, so he gets all dressed up, and I'm like, oh, let me get you a condom. So I go get him a condom, and then, and then I'm like, oh, let's document this. So I go get a sign that says, I'm, I make a sign that says, I'm about to lose my virginity, and give him the condom, and I still have this picture, which is like, was taking one of those, like, yeah, 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 with the yeah, 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 it's a picture of him just like, and then I let him walk all... I let him walk all the way down the hallway. He's about to go. She's on the next floor. And right as he's going down the stairs, I just yell, Yeah, I was just joking. <laughs> and Come on. No. And, then, and you just hear this like, What? <laughs> and then you just hear like, Bam. He comes like, You motherfucker. Wait, why didn't you let him go to the room? I don't know. Well, because it would have been bad. Like, you know, 
I don't know. I should have let him do that. I pussed out. But ironically, did you ever tell her about it? She found out about it somehow, and I think that out of uh, I think she ended up giving like a hand job. Like, out of pity. Out of pity. Like a pity like, like, like a few weeks later. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I, I respected her for that yeah. move because that was like, you know, that's probably the shittiest slash I think funniest thing I've ever done. But you know what? It's not shitty. Because here's what I go back to: like, you know, I I sat down and we were here for two seconds. You made fun of the hat, but that's what you do to people that you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if, when you don't like yourself. Yeah. If you, <laughs> <laughs> but if you didn't like him, you would have never pulled a joke on him. No, no, of course. I mean, I just like it's it, it's as rare in my life where I like like diabolically like put effort into anything. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah, but if, when you do it, you're like, oh shit, that that like worked. Like I got it's, I got this fucking guy to like do all those things. practical jokes <laughs> yeah. are so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it, they're it, pretty fun. Wait, so you lost your virginity after high school? Mm-hmm. To a girl in your high school? Um, no, uh, some girl in San Diego. I had like moved down there to live with my brother for the summer. He was going to school there, and like some, it wasn't good. It was like some random sort of drunken whatever. But then this other girl that I was, who I had been kind of started seeing at the end of high school, I ended up sleeping with her a bunch that summer. It was pretty cool. A lot a of bunch. Back, a lot of back back of my dad's car, hatchback Toyota in the woods, James Brown playing. Because I grew up in the country, so like you couldn't. Like it was like you had to drive like thirty well, minutes. Fucked to... outside. We did too. You just had to fuck on dirt roads. Yeah, we fucked yeah. outside. I remember fucking on this dirt road, and she was a year younger than me. And um, these cops pull up behind us, and like they're like, "Get out of the car!" And I, like got out, like like I had to get out, like you know, my box shorts. Dick and... out? I only had my dick out, but I was definitely like pretty naked. And they were like, "You guys can't be on this road. What are you guys doing?" And I was kind of like just being a smart ass. Like I goes, "Yeah, it's funny. You want me to?" Uh, Asked that girl how old she is and then to find out from her parents if it's cool what you guys are doing up here. And she was like 17. No. And I was 18. You know what I mean? But I was like, uh, no. No. And then just in that moment, your life could be ruined. Like, you Isn't understand? That crazy? Like, it's crazy. You're having fully consensual, completely consensual. Like, you don't know what you're doing. They don't know what they're doing. You're just sort of like fitting things together. Yeah. And you're like eight months older than her, but they could be like, we could just fuck your whole life up right now. Like, Do you know, it's insane. I have a friend of mine who went to a bar, picked up a girl at a bar. Took her home, had sex with her, what, drove her home the next day. Very nice to her. Got her number. The whole thing. Got arrested and charged with uh, uh, statutory right because oh. she got in with a fake ID. Oh my god! So she was like cool with the experience, but people found out about it. Mom and dad found out about it. Mom and dad found yeah. out about it. Brought the charges, and it, there's no, there's no bartering on that charge. Is she underage? Is basically the only thing. Yes, yeah. it's statutory rape. That's insane. This is how little I knew about women while I was eighteen and able to like have sex. Do you feel like you know a lot more now? Yeah, I think. How I are you with relationships? Um, are you as neurotic in your relationship as you are in your day to day? I don't know how to answer that. I'm trying to think. I mean, you'd have to ask the women I've been with. I mean, probably. I, don't, I mean, what's their? I think I'm good complaint? in relationships. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like my parents have like the greatest marriage of anyone I've ever seen. What's their biggest complaint? You think in a in a in a relationship with oh, you? What's their? biggest I definitely complaint? know that I don't ever like to do anything fun. Hundred percent. <laughs> like that's like every girlfriend I ever had. What does that mean? What do you mean? It just you don't means like, to do like I just fun? don't like like I'm one of these people where if someone's like, "What do you like to do for fun?" It always takes me a second to be like, "Well, what do you I don't know." What? Like I, I mean, I enjoy things, do you but take like take them out on dates, like getting yeah, by, like you know, like take them out. Like 
Uh, yeah, I take it on base, but it's never like you know. It's like it's always like I feel like I always get stuck in this like you know movie or dinner yeah. kind of thing. Or like, so what what what? Like, I just what? like like some like I don't know. Girls like I've always said girls are like we, we should go to this picnic or we should go to this party. Or we should go to this, and I'm just sort of like no no no, and I'm just like this stick in the and I'm trying really trying to change myself a lot now. When but it's you... like it's so much of this this sort of like I feel like every woman I've dated eventually they kind of point like oh, you're kind of like a succubus on my joy factor, <laughs> and I'm really trying to change. Like I'm not. I'm trying to evolve, and I All want right, to become a, a different type of person. When you get there, do you have fun, or is it just the? A lot of times when I get there, yeah, I do. I yeah, but I just I don't know. I'm just sort of like, I, I mean, especially for early on. Like I feel like now I'm at this age where I'm like, all right, you know what? What happens with my career? It's gonna happen or it's not. Like I just. I'm gonna work hard, and either things will happen or they won't. But I used to be just obsessed with the shit, right? You know, like I have to get, and I got like a nice little trajectory, and then it kind of like you know, it's, it, you just, I don't know. I just put all my effort into career, and I couldn't focus on other shit. Like I literally turned on a trip to the French Alps with a girlfriend who was gonna pay for everything with her dad's. What? Her dad was gonna pay for us to go there, but I, this was like when I was just starting out comedy, because but I, I had a gig booked in Modesto. Fuck you, really? And I was like, I, I need to do that Modesto opening gig. No, for, for Claude Shires. No, that for I was Claude making fifty bucks. Shires? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. Oh, do you know who we, Claude Shires? Right down the hall. Yeah, it's <laughs> so funny, is he? That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that is crazy. So you feel like that? By the way, that's a legitimate gripe. It, well, here's the thing that I always find, like as a man, like it's just you're stuck in this weird situation where, like. A, women want you to be fun and, and and do a lot of stuff and just want to do all that and that's one of the things I love about women the most is that they always seemingly fill my life with so much fun and excitement that yeah. I would never but then at the same time there's this concern as a man where you're like I need to make as much money as possible because at a certain point you're going to want that too and like I don't know how to do both you know and if we're always going out and I'm always paying for it like I don't know how to not like, I live in, like, this fear all the time of not having enough money at a certain point. Well, This it, career is horrifying. It's a legitimate fear, and and this career makes that fear more intense. Yeah. Because you're not an accountant who you're like, I know I'm getting a paycheck every week. Dude, it's like this, this probably this year so far is, like, probably, like, one of my two or three best years I've yeah. had. And I'm like, oh, but if this thing goes away, then I have nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Then I'm like starting from scratch. Scratch. I wouldn't say it's one of the best. Okay, it's not one of the best financial terms of money I brought in, but it's like possibilities. Yeah. Like things that kind of get going. You're like, oh, there's some things going. Like I haven't made that much money this year. This year's been like a money year where it's like, okay, this is good. But I see like, oh, if things, the next two years could be really good. Yeah. Or I could be right back to square one with zero and you're like, oh, you're a little older now and you haven't been focused on acting because you've been doing this other thing. So now you're like just right back to- Listen, I'll tell it's you- terrifying. For me- you know, these last couple months, especially after the, my show got canceled. Well, I think, you know, I have a theory why it got canceled, and I, I don't know if you want me to bring this up. I am dying to okay. hear I, the I don't want you to take this the is wrong this way. Is this a real theory? This is a real theory, okay. and I've thought it through. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember, very early on, right before it got canceled, you canceled me as a panelist. I didn't cancel you. But I was asked not to come in for a different yes. thing. And then your show kind of got canceled shortly after. I don't know if there's a correlation in that, mm -hmm. but I feel like maybe removing this sort of magical presence of me off that panel yeah. may have contributed. They were just like, "Whoa, well, we're the, missing." The some. reason no, we, I actually know the, the reason we removed yeah, 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 you yeah. from that panel is because the network said, "If you don't remove him, we'll cancel you today." <laughs> 
And I was like, well, well I guess we It's so depressing it. to me that your show got canceled because this is when I went down there for the, the practice round. Yeah, you and the, uh, and, 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 and the thing. And I told, and like, you know, the episode I did, I was just like, God, this is like, duh. Like, this should be a show. Like, duh, this works. Like, Josh is so natural. It's so good. It's like you took Chelsea's format and you like tweaked it and you made it into your own. And yeah. it was just like, it just worked. And you had like that cool thing with all the stuff you did with the guests, which was totally different and cool and very unique. And I was just like, I just watched, like, this is works. And it's just so annoying that it's like, even when it works and people watch, they're like, nah, we're just. <laughs> yeah. We're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I, I'll tell you, but I, I hit a real interesting point in my career where after that, and then there were some things that were I was up for that would have been massive that just didn't happen. And then it just be, gets really silent. Really fucking silent. And the thing that is so fucked with this career and I have discovered so much about that this year at being in the position I'm in now with my show where it's like you're doing a lot of behind the camera shit is once somebody does something like you did your show now naturally you think oh he should go do another show yes. but that's not the case no no they think oh but he just did something yes. we don't want him to do that like I had people pitch to me all the time and I'd be like oh how are I'd be like oh this guy yeah he's great and then somebody, one of the other exec producers would be like oh that guy's like just like he's kind of like burned up I'm like that dude's like 32 yeah <laughs> like <laughs> He's not going to do anything else. Yeah. Like, this is his career. Like, I remember when I first moved to L.A., I had a meeting with HBO, and there was a comic who I won't say, but who I have tremendous respect for and think is so great and so talented and so kind. Right and, here. And right here, dude. Really been helping me, and his name's Josh Wolf. You could tell on his hat. And he, uh, and I remember saying, like, kind of bragging to HBO and the, and the little general being like, you know, yeah, things have been great. I just work with so-and-so. And they're like, oh, he's still doing it? I was like, what? What do you think? What, what, what did you think he was going to go do? It, like it, he hits 40 and he's just like, well, time to go back to grad school. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, this is what we're doing. You That's know? the crazy thing is, is, is they're so quick to put a fork in you. I know. They're, they're so, so quick. Fucking quick. And then they're so quick to put you on the grill when they're like, oh, this dude's nice and juicy now. You know, this guy's got some shit going on. It's you know? crazy. Now, how do you like being on the other side, not in front of the camera? Well, I mean. Uh, Tell everybody about the so show. So I am I uh, created uh, the show called Comedy Knockout on By True the way, TV. You know, which just you, got, just, you just got booked for two. Yeah. I just saw that today. I was excited, very excited about that. And I'm trying to book myself in there to go on with you. Well, that'd be, me, that you, and Tiana would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Probably won't happen because we try to get a lot of diversity, so. I'll probably get bumped. What two two Jews? <laughs> so we're gonna make Sarah put on a, a little. Uh, Don't say it. I'm not gonna say it. So uh, <laughs> thank you for that. I appreciate it. This will be like one of those podcasts where I gotta yeah. go to the engineer at the end. Like, hey, can you take? Can you? Oh, God, I had the most. The I had the most embarrassing fucking thing like that. I did. A, I did Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarland's podcast. Yeah. And, you know those guys are like Rich will just say the most racist. Just like, yeah. Just goes on. And I like said something like he said something like super racist. I I didn't like. I just sort of like tagged it. Like in the moment, and I was like, I don't really know if I, yeah, I don't feel Did good Did they about cut that. it for you? So I went to the, yeah, but it was so, it was just like, this is like a curb your enthusiasm. I am talking to the black engineer. I mean, like, can you cut that thing I said about black people <laughs> from the the thing? I'm not racist. You were there. You understand. And he was super cool. Like, he could have been totally weird about it. He was just like, yeah, no, I get it. But, that's but, but it was like, it was just so fucked. Like, Rich was saying something like, oh, my comedic instinct kicked in. I was like, oh, and fuck. Now, all right. That's and up. you had somebody. Is there anything out there? In general, that you were like, oh, fuck. I, that happened to me once on Chelsea, and I asked them to take something out, and they were like, no. 
Yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there is. My whole act is fucking, like, I just, like, that's the one thing about my act. I'm just like, God damn it. Like, why can't but you? But you're fucking funny, dude. No, but I feel like I'm very funny, but I feel like I'm like, I can't. I'm just trying to be funny in a way that's not making someone in the crowd be like, ooh. But you shouldn't. But but that here's the thing. You But here's what I would say about you. Y- you are naturally and instinctually, instinctively or instinctually? Instinctively. Instinctively. Instinctively very funny. The thing to me that gets in your way the most is that you think, are other people going to think this is funny? Fuck that. You, you think I do that? Every now and then you'll, you'll get worried about a joke. Don't get fucking worried. Like, I, you, you I sh- feel like, yeah. You I, shouldn't worry. Dude, your joke is your joke. That's your point of view. Fuck how they take it, and the people who don't like it won't listen to you. Yeah, but you've got a weird thing with comedy where like you naturally... Because of who, you, like you're a much more wholesome person than I am, I think. So I feel like you can kind of just sort of like trust your instincts. Okay. At a certain point, <laughs> some of my instincts comedically, I'm like, oh, why did you think anyone would want to hear that? <laughs> but they, but fucking. <laughs> but they, they, some people can do it. Like D- yeah. Donald Trump is doing yeah. pretty well in the country. No, but like not even like yeah, of course. But like then you see like the guys you love, like yeah. the Bill Burrs and the Louis C.K.s, where like they can somehow make it Dude, palatable. Patrice you know? O'Neill. Yeah, no, I mean, I opened for that guy, and like, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, how do you fucking do this? In front of white people? Yeah, no, he's it, still my favorite, my parents' favorite comic they've ever seen me perform with. Dude. Everyone says he's Patrice O'Neill and Jim Norton. Those are the two ones of my parents. But this says a lot about my parents. Yeah. That those are the two, they're two That's favorites. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but Patrice O'Neill to me, and for those of you who aren't familiar with Patrice O'Neill, why? Fucking yeah. why? Well, probably because you're a woman. But, and but you find it hard to listen to. But I will tell you something. <laughs> There were white people and women in his crowd. No, because he had that personality that could somehow just. But he he yeah. could say fucking anything. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. He, is he top five funny for you? His no, I don't. I, for his stand up. God, I don't know. I mean, I've go through phases. Yeah. God, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like when I think of my favorite comics, he's not one of the ones that I'm like. Who is? Who is? I would say like guys who I just listen to nonstop these days. I mean, Patrice. Last year, I was listening to a lot. So maybe Tosh. I love. Um, people but, I just listen to the most, like Tosh, uh, Bill Burr, yeah, uh, you know, Louie. Who are you out of those guys? Because I wouldn't say you're close to Tosh, the way you deliver or your joke. Like, I always see myself as like somewhere like a hybrid of Tosh and Bill Burr, because I I think I tell more like as earlier on I told more like jokes like that, but I feel like energetically there's something sort of. Bill Burr in my yeah. but I don't really know. I mean, it's certainly never by any choice. I never heard of either of those two guys until I was about six years into stand-up. I mean, I remember I hadn't, you know, I saw, I think, I, you know, I didn't really know. I watched a lot of stand-up, but, like, I realized, like, the guys who I really love, like, were so under the radar, I didn't really know them. Like who? Like, Tosh, like, when you know, I started yeah. in 2004, like, he wasn't, no one knew who yeah. that was. Or Bill Burr, I just was like, oh, yeah, I think that guy was on Chappelle's show, but I didn't know who he was, you know? Dude, he, he, he yeah. To me, Burr is top of the food chain. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking great. Top of the food there's chain, There's just right? so many good guys, though. There's just so many right people. Right now. Yeah, just, it's amazing, the talent out there. It it's really, really is. is. Yeah. It's it's also like when you go on stage at the comedy store, you better bring your fucking Yeah, and it's game. also like the thing at the comedy store where you're just like, God damn it, I should be going on earlier. And then you get there and you're like, Probably I get not. it. Remember <laughs> like, the last time I saw I get, you at the comedy yeah, store? Yeah, yeah. You were being all cocky because I was you know, I was going on late, and then we realized I was going on 15 minutes. Oh yeah, that was a great. Yeah. So oh yeah, <laughs> so that was so awesome. So you're going on, and and and, and then you find out next. Chris Rock's coming up, and you're gonna get bumped, and you're like, fucking him out. Yeah. But he only did 20 minutes. And then I got to go up right after. But Mo, you're forgetting the best part where the person oh, actually right. introduced me. Oh, that's right. You're coming up is Josh Wolf, right? Josh Wolf coming up. Wait, who? 
I'm walking up, and there's like a tap on my shoulder. It was Chris Rock. I was like, well, okay. I guess that's not me. He, he physically just was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna go up. And I was like, but what I love about Chris though is like he'll do that, but he'll only do the jokes he needs to do, yeah. and then he'll get off. There's no like, and now I'm gonna do a fucking hour and a half and bump every. Like he's there's none of that ego bullshit. Same with Tosh. He doesn't do that shit either. He gets up, he works his material, and he goes. And they're at the point where, of course, they could bump everybody, but they don't do that. And it's like it's much, so much more respectful and such something that I just I just like, dude, that guy's got. Other shit to do in his life. He, gets he doesn't it need to be on stage and just fucking soak up this ego shit. Like, I don't get. I, you that. know what though? It was super funny. What it may, it, and as comics, like I can laugh at myself very easily. So when they said Josh Wolf, there was like a, and then to hear him go, no, sorry, who it? Oh no, it's Chris Rock. And pe- the whole place went. Ah, people yeah, were standing uh, up and fun, like they were in a Baptist church. They were jumping up. Which and down. is so yeah. I and mean, I like, which is okay. so funny because like. Yeah, fucking leaving. I you get can it. never feel good about no. yourself in comedy. <laughs> like you just always, you just always made to feel like utter yeah. shit. Like I was at the fucking uh, comedy magic club the other day, which was one of my favorite clubs, and one of the comics brought up the person with like the wrong name, and I was like, that fucking girl had her own show, show like two years ago, like do her you, own show, and now it's just, just like people like, are you you're a sports fan? Uh, I was during the Warriors run, which sadly didn't end that well. <sighs> oh, so, so brutal. I was on a plane last night. Um, yeah, well, I was not. But I was on a plane last night, and during the game, and we were watching, I was able to watch in some guy's laptop where his fucking kids were screaming. It was a classic shitty husband move right. where he and like his brother were just each watching the game. Both of their poor wives each had two kids that were just going crazy. <laughs> and the wife is just sort of like, I need, I need. He's just sort of like, just, just, like, just like he knew it was just hilarious. Like, how, like fucking assholes. But I was like, I just stood up and just stood over their shoulder and watched. And then with two minutes to go, we start descending. No. And we fucking lose the thing. And the guy goes, no, he just like basically tells the whole plane. He's like, "No one tell me what happens." And he puts on these headphones, like these noise canceling headphones. And and he says to his wife, "Like seriously, Sheila, don't fucking tell me. I have a DVR at home." And he just, but he's just gonna like try to get home without finding out. And then of course when we land, I'm like, "Look, like fuck." I was super happy. Yeah, I mean, you can't begrudge them winning. I, but. No, but I was happy for a couple of reasons. One, by the way, and you, do you ever send out a tweet? That you're like, this is gonna, this is, uh, people are gonna love this. And you're like, you check the next day, you're like, two likes. I mean, I just feel like Twitter constantly. I remember going on stage one time and I saw this random celebrity or somebody had seen, heard my special or something, and they were like, I just randomly looked down and on my t- phone and said, damn, just discovered Mo Mandel. This yeah. guy's one of like, my favorite new comedians. And I was like, then I turned off my phone and went on stage and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm about to fucking blow the fuck. <laughs> and then there was like three likes and like one retweet. Can I tell you? So I sent impressive. out a tweet last night that said, the basket must look like a nutsack to Draymond Green because he can't miss. Yeah. I thought that was a good one. It's pretty good. Right? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not terrible. Deserves no, it's a little good. bit. No, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Nothing. Fucking. But I will say. So wait, that, that emotion was part of why you were happy the Cavs won? No. Uh, the reason I was happy the Cavs won is, one, I love finding someone to hate. 
it's part of my fun in sports. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. I, and I, and so Draymond ended up being that guy for me. Really, Draymond? Oh, for he, me, Clay Thompson's the one I. I love Clay Thompson, but he plays so shitty the last few games. Yeah, but he isn't like ch- he, Draymond is chippy and a little cheap. However, I saying that I would I would blow somebody to get him on the Celtics because he's that dude that you hate on somebody else's team, but he's if he's so on effective. Your, oh, fucking like Clay is Clay is obviously great, but like to see when he and Curry start missing, you're like. Oh shit! This looks like bad high school basketball. It's just like well, someone just, just throwing, just jacking them up, and then you're like, and when they make them, you're like, yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. Did you but play sports? They, yeah, well, a little bit. Yeah, I, re- I wrestled two years. And I played baseball one year. You wrestled at what? One one eleven? One twelve, and then I made one oh three a few times. One oh three? Yeah. Who were you wrestling against? Skeletons? I did wrestle against a little Filipino girl named Aspen in <laughs> in, uh, wait, in wait. practice. She was the only other 103 person. Did you win or lose? I think I won, but then I lost because I asked her to the winter formal and she said no. So I think ultimately that's a loss. <laughs> wait, so you, because you God, beat her. I realize supposed- I'm such a pathetic creature when I really look at my... I turn out okay considering how I... Man, it's weird because like you took a mental beating. I took a real mental beating. When I, when I say these stories, like it's like, yeah, I guess it really was fucking rough, man. Because I remember when I started getting on Chelsea a lot and like other shows, and like, I would see people from high school be like, "Is this that fucking guy?" No. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like, "Is this that Mo?" Because I would go by Mohan in high school as my real name. So they'd be like, "Is H- that that Mohan kid?" Mohan. Yeah, dude, I had like the cards stacked against me. A wait, little wait, bit. wait, 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 wait. Was it like, the only like one of the only Mohan Jewish was your kids? first name? That is my first name, Mohan Mandelbaum. Oh, Mohan Gilad Mandelbaum. It's, I'm so happy you changed it's that. It's intense. And it's also Wait, fucking, let's, it's let's, also Hindu. How do you spell Mohan? M-O-H-A-H-N. Oh, why didn't you go by Mo in high school? I don't know, because Mo just felt like kind of just, it's, I just, Mo, no matter it's how It's still Mo- funny to me that I go through life as Mo. Yeah, like, but I'm it'd that be funnier guy. if you went ha- through as Mohan. Yeah, but like, fuck, like, Although I'm that now- guy in life, like, I'm like, Mo, it's like, it's kind of a goofy fucking name, but I didn't really, there was no option. Mohan, Gilbad, Mendelbaum? No, it was Mo- Gilad, but Gilbad, Gilad. Gil- Gilbad also sounds the same. Mohan, Gil- Yeah, it's weird, why did my parents do that? They like, hate you. They fucking hate me. That- and my brother's name is Chaya, which is a Hebrew girl's name. Mine is they- a Hindu male name, they thought it was Hebrew. When did they, they smoke me. weed? Oh, they do smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Or they may not currently, but they did. I'm sure. Yeah, that's that. You know what? When you name your kid, you can't do what you think is cool. No, you, you have it's to fucked understand. up, yeah. man. Like we don't, especially if you're gonna raise your kid like out in the country, trying to like. Well, there's already like Mohan. no Jews anyway. So then if you fucking saddle him with some other bullshit, like it just fucks him up, man. You were like a Hindu Jew. Not then the Hindu was just they fucked up and gave me that name. They didn't mean to. But no, they. What, but they, I mean, I'm saying like there wasn't like I, I wasn't wait, practicing Hindu. Have they told you we didn't mean to give yeah, you that name? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, and I. What? <laughs> wait, a, what did they want to give you? They wanted to give me a Hebrew name, and my dad was in the name book, but he didn't buy the book. He just went to the store and just try to write down the names he liked in the Hebrew section, and somehow he must have gone to the Hindu section on accident because he was high. Whatever, he was nervous or something, and then at my circumcision alert. Uh, I mean, circumcision, I was going to say spoiler alert to yeah. any women watching. Uh, they, uh, they, The guy was like, that's not fucking Hebrew. Did you keep your foreskin? We kept ours. No, I fucking sliced that bitch off myself. You, you didn't keep it, though? You don't have it? <laughs> no. My parents have ours in, our fr- in a freezer. 
Oh, you. Oh, I thought you meant. Did you? You like used. I thought you meant. Did you keep it on? No, no, no. We, but we have ours. We. Oh, that's just weird as fuck. Your parents have a little piece of your penis in their freezer. You're supposed to keep it. You didn't know that for good luck. For good luck. It's like you know the wedding cake, the top of the wedding cake. You're supposed to keep. You're also supposed to keep your foreskin. I never heard that. I'm totally kidding. Because I heard there's some rabbis who like take it off with their teeth. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. I also heard that. It's fucking weird. That some rabbis have like they supposed to chew it, like a placenta. Yeah, I definitely know you're supposed to use placenta. Would you eat part of the placenta? Are you want to have kids? I do want to have kids. I don't know that I want to eat their placenta, though. Hey, Aaron, like you're shaking your head? No way. Have you dis- discussed that with your fiance? I mean, no. dude, I don't like, like, if my well, she was like, I want you to do it, like, yeah, I would. I guess I would do it. I don't think I would insist. I wouldn't be like, look, we're eating that shit. Fucking put that in a bag. Put that no. in a box. Take uh, that home. There's, there's zero chance I'm doing it. it, it I, you know, I, this is something I've been beating myself up about a lot lately. That you haven't eaten enough placenta? <laughs> no. I'm trying to decide if I'm a pussy or not. You ever think about that? No, I don't because I know I am. But well, this is like what I feel like with a guy like you. That like it, it like you're you. I put you and certain guys that are comics in certain categories. And maybe I'm just projecting. because yeah. I, I think I do that all the time. I think I always give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Like I hate that about myself. Where I'm like, but you don't give yourself the benefit. Never. But like everyone I meet, I'm just like, that person's better than me. Like they're just better. Like I just always do that. But there's certain guys like you and Michael Costa and other guys who are like kind of good looking and like you were good at sports and you seemingly were cool in high school. I'm just like, why are you funny? Like, I don't get it. Like, it doesn't seem like that should have happened. You know what's And it annoys me. I, I, I will tell you something. I'm, I've, I know now why your comedy is what it is. Your high school and your growing up explains a But I'm trying to get to past that because I want to be able to talk about, I want to be softer in my life and in, in my comedy and just everything. And, I'm, and, I, and I realized like recently, very recently, I realized like, I, you know what it is? I, I was feeling really good about myself a, a few weeks ago. Like I just felt like, like, like not like good about myself like in a cocky way, just, mm-hmm. like, just like very at peace. And I went on stage and I just like, like delivered my act, like same jokes, but like, just like a different sort of feeling came out of me. I was like, and then the crowd responded in like a way I really liked it, and I was like, "Oh, I think that's the answer." It's not like trying to change my stand-up delivery; it's like just trying to change my heart a little bit. Like I, that's like because there's a, like there's a part of me that like you know you just kind of get stuck doing the same thing in life. Like, yeah, I'm I'm tired of what I'm doing in every regard. Well, like you mean you're tired of the way you're approaching approaching it? life and approaching and because of that approaching comedy. Like I just feel like I need to open up and change a little bit or I'm just going to kind of be stuck creatively in open in up and change in life-wise. what way I just need to kind of grow up a little bit I need to sort of I need to, I need to get rid of all this baggage from the past all right. this fucking shit and, and I needed to sort of be a kinder uh, more like just responsible kind of person in regard like I give myself too much of the benefit of the doubt sometimes being like you're the younger sibling you're the kind of fuck up your brother's the partner yeah. and law firm. it's like this fucking bullshit and no one cares about that anymore and it's like you just gotta kind of I don't know I just wanna cause sometimes I go on stage and I'm like fuck man like I like my act and I like my chair but I'm like I don't <laughs> like there's other aspects of myself that I don't know how to talk about like what in this way like what what do you mean in this way like is in depth or is honest it's like I don't know. Sometimes I put up like I feel like I put up a wall emotionally on stage, or at least I get interpreted as that. Mm-hmm. Like because I think because I am kind of like a big fucking like dude, and I have like a kind of a presence. I get interpreted as like someone who's sort of you know be more of an asshole than I feel like I mean to be. Like, well, I feel like I try to like pick things apart, but it comes off like mean sometimes, and I don't like that. I that, don't want to do that. That 
Okay. But that shit makes me laugh, though. I yeah. thought, that's a problem, too. Because then when I like, think about my favorite jokes from Tasha's newest special, I'm just like, oh, I like all those fucking mean ones. Or, like, mean shit makes me laugh. But then it's like... Well, let me ask you something. Fuck, I don't know. What, do you have a video? Or can you watch yourself? Because a lot of times you can soften a joke without changing the joke. Yeah, I mean, there's those kinds of yeah. things. Like, there's certainly that, and I, and I worked on But I just mean, I don't know. There's just, like, a certain kind of, like... Because can't you can't you put all uh, put all that of this uh, do what you want to do in every other aspect of your life, but you don't want to change your who am I and your joke writing? Do no, you? no, no, not that. I don't. Not no, not that. It's just like sort what of like, kind of stuff would you want to talk about that you don't feel like you can? Okay, for instance, I have like this joke that I do about my mom now that gets a big laugh, and it does very like you know it's one of my like I talk about like and the, the story is that my mom told me uh, that she got two abortions. You know, and it's just a true fucking story. And she told me that, and then I do this whole joke or I'm like, I was like, oh, you know, not currently. You know, she's 68. Right. If you get pregnant at 68, you keep it because it's probably Jesus. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, you get like, That's like, funny. there's a couple things. But I'm like, why is that the only, like, that and like a few other sort of like, isn't my mom a fucking lunatic kind of angles? Like, why are those the only things I'm saying about my mom? Like, why are there not all the fucking other weirdness and kind of interesting things that I've, like why does my mind only go to those top like a, like it's a mom joke but it also has to be an abortion joke like why can't i also find a way i don't know what it is like i'm very much kind of searching but i'm not inspired to keep just going in that direction. I want to turn it in more. I'd love to be able to, those stories I told you about high school, yeah. I'd love to be able to tell those on stage in a way that makes me like vote, like like what it really was like. But I can't, I, have, I don't know how to do that yet. Like yeah, I but, can't but tell you know those the way, stories. You know the way to do it, honestly, and I think you're putting too much weight on how to tell a story. The best way to tell a story is to go up at the fucking Ha Ha Cafe and just start telling the story. You know, I, when I tell stories, and I, I that's what I do with tell stories. And there's a, there, I just told a, 19 minute story at the Laugh Factory out of my 20 minute set. 20 minutes was 19 was one story. But the only way I can get it out is to get on stage and just tell it. I tell it once without planning any punchlines. I tell it once, actually I tell it three times always with no nothing me punching it up at all. Just to go And you just go up there and just bomb basically. But here's the thing, much like you, when I need I'm funniest when I'm on stage and I have nothing planned, and I need to be funny. Right. You just find ways I to find a, it. Right? Yeah. So that way I find what works naturally in the story, where I don't have to add any embellishments. What are the parts that already work? And I tell it three times. If it works three times without embellishments, this part of the story is what people are attached to. And I just tell it. No judgment, I, you know, in whatever comes up with me. Now, what will help you, dude, is especially if it helps paint who you are. This is why I am who I am. I was 4'11", 100, and I wrestled at 103 pounds, and the only other person I had to wrestle in my high school was a little Filipino named whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, right? So, and I... And just go up there and just flow with it. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, I mean, that, yeah, that's never been how comedy works for me. Like, I'm very much meticulous. Like, I sit down, I fucking write jokes. Like, yeah, I always but, write jokes. But you're so funny off the top. Why not give yourself that opportunity to make it just ca- yeah, I'm conversational? Try, I, yeah, 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 and, and that's something I've definitely been trying to like try to conversational. Dude, there's so many places more. around town that would fucking love to have you on stage. You just go up, you do 15 minutes or you 10 minutes, you tell that story, and that's it. And so for a week you're in town, all you do is tell that story with nothing planned except telling that story, and see what happens. Yeah, and record that's, it every fucking night. Yeah, and if ma- you know any of those places, let me know. 
You don't know any? Are you kidding? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, this is why I've been on the road for so long. Like, there's like five places I go up. I know, you know me what I mean? Too. Yeah. You come back and like, oh, you thought about that? You're like, who is that person? But there's that new material night at, in the belly room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of shit you should do. But but listen, those are stories. And here's the thing. You can tell that story with your same point of view, your same perspective, but it'll soften you up even telling the hard jokes because the story is a dig on you, but you're still telling the hard jokes. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it's an interesting thing is trying to like, I mean, in life in general, I think the the, the hardest challenge is to sort of, and certainly in terms of finding like a uh, you know someone you want to be with is like finding something that can allow all the parts of your personality to like merge into one. Yeah, and that's and that's and you know finding a woman who wants to be with all the different parts of your personality, and it was a woman who you want to be with all the different parts of there because we're all complex. But I was finding in my act when I was I, I did have, I have a few jokes that are more softer and vulnerable that work, and and then they'll work and the crowd's like into it, and then I like get to the point where I have to like return to my other kind of side. And they're like, whoa, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is, I didn't, wait, which guy, who are you? Because then you just said some really fucked up shit and you went into your anorexia routine. It's like, but it's I not the same guy. I still don't understand why you want so desperately to switch that No, guy. I don't want to like, I just not switch. Like it's certainly I'm going to be what I am. Yeah. Like, there's no way, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like creatively doing, I don't know. I always strive to be changed, to change and to get bigger. And to, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just sort of, I just sit down these days when I've been, and I've been doing a lot of like writing this year. I've been doing a lot of script writing. I'm actually writing a pilot with one of my kind of like writing heroes right now, which has been pretty cool. Who is it? The one of the guys who created Will and Grace, and I've been able to write with the with two him. guys, or is yeah, it just, just one guy? One, now? one guy that I'm writing with. Yeah. What's his name again? Max. Yeah. And it's been awesome, you know. And I've been doing a lot of like just like script writing and like other things creatively, but stand up wise, I'm sort of like, I feel like I'm just sort of like. I've been writing a lot, but I'm sort of trying to figure out, like, what is, like, I just shot my special, and it's coming out, like, soon, but it's like, what is my next, like, I want that next thing to be something, like, a growth thing, you know, and I think it'll help my life, and I feel like my stand-up helps my life if it's done in the right way, Yeah. where if I'm finding the right things to talk about, it actually helps me figure them out in my actual life, so, I don't know, I think I'm having a midlife crisis, maybe that's what's happening. real, young, too. Well, I don't know, man. It's like, I, I don't know. I guess this is what it's like to be neurotic, man. This is why you're like a weird misfit Jew. I know. Like, I'm not it, that neurotic. It bothers, like, I, you're not Jewish. Like, I don't get I'm it. I'm 100%. But you're not, though. But I'm not neurotic at all. Yeah, so then what are you, how are you Jewish then? You have your foreskin in a freezer, so that yeah, makes you Yeah, and Jewish. I got bar Did you get bar mitzvahed? Yeah. Mohan? See, you know what? I'll tell you, Jews, hey, Mo- like, Jews like me don't like when we run into Jews like you, because yeah. they're like- Oh, this isn't an excuse. Because <laughs> we see our Jewishness as like yeah. an excuse for kind of being fucked up. Well, and like are your a parents pussy. both Jewish? Yeah. But then when you meet like a Jew, it's like, and I can fucking fix a house. You're like, oh, well, fuck, dude. <laughs> well, then I'm supposed to be able to. Yeah, it's not a great, it's not a great. But that goes back to me when I was telling you I'm trying to decide if I'm a pussy or not, right? Yeah. If I grew up in my grandfather's generation, I think I'm a pussy. Yeah. Walking around right now. You also treat women incredibly well. I try to. <laughs> compared to your grandmother's yeah, generation. Yeah, no, I try to. I try to. But but like, you see the Revenant. Yeah. That watching movies like that make me feel like a pussy. Like, oh like yeah, I, none of those guys had Purell. I mean, it was a very no. different time. Oh yeah. come on! And they what are they doing for showers? They're, I, they're in a creek? I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's like hot in LA today, and I'm like, I took a shower at ten, and I'm like, I need a fucking shower. Like, I don't know how those motherfuckers did it. I, I told people yesterday. My mom said, "What what temperature is it at right now?" And I go, "It's 
I always feel like I need to wipe degrees outside. Yeah. Which is exactly, <laughs> exactly what, what it is, is yeah. right? It is always like a- It's, mm. it's always when you're sitting in a coffee shop, you're like, is that me or is that- uh, Just this leather just seat. all of us around us? <laughs> yeah. Something like, like I, the summer, ugh, I made a mistake. You ever wear a lighter color pant in the summer and then you're sitting on a, like a leather seat for a little too long? Yeah. And then you get like just a bad sweat spot? Yeah. That's a tough- Aaron, that happened to you? That's my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a tough situation. Yeah. I hate, because ass sweat I know is there, but I don't want to see somebody else's ass sweat. Yeah. That's no, not you, my- You don't want to see most, you don't want to think about most people's bodies more than just that's there. Like, if you really think what's going on in most people's bodies, there's just a lot of the, just like, like I went to the doctor today, actually, and uh, there was this old woman there, and they were just sort of like, they were just like, Mary, we have to wipe down your scalp. And then no. she just came over, and they just got these things, and they're just like wiping, they're like, like whatever fungus or shit is going on in like people's bodies. Like, there's a lot of shit going on. Oh, no. Fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want anyone to wipe down my scalp. But there'll be a day where, I've been thinking about this lately, and I tried to make this into a stand-up thing, but it doesn't seem to work. Anymore. But- it's a fascinating thing to me that if you, you know, it's a very dark thought, but all of us, if we're lucky, have a, at least a hundred days ahead of us that are way worse than any day we've ever had before. Oh, fuck yeah, I would think so. Like, that's fucking, that's a crazy thought. Yeah, I would think like, so. Like, if you're lucky enough to live that long, so it's like, it's so weird to like, get up, get some coffee in me, and just go on towards a worse future. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's just such an odd motivator that you're like, I need to just get, yeah, I'm just gonna get, yeah, and this See, shit's gonna be horrible. That is completely, I would, that would never enter my brain. Yeah. What I would, my, the option that's, for me That's is, what I think about when I come. No. <laughs> that's the only way you can come. Yeah, that's the only way There's going to be a hundred worse days than this. That's going to be sadder soon. <laughs> <laughs> like that one, but see, but what do you do with thoughts like that? Like I, I, I just think them. of that shit all the time. Here's, here's my, my, my spin on that is I always think of like today I had a very cool, casual day, did some work on the computer, booked some flights, all that shit. But I, my thing was not as a hundred worst days and today is, today was great. I, I, tomorrow is gonna be better. I know tomorrow is gonna be better than today. That's amazing. So you didn't do like a lot of work today. And I, I did a little. Like, what I would consider like if I had an assistant, I did a day's worth of things my assistant would have done. Right, right, right. right. That's so, so interesting. So that was your because my approach would have been like, you know, you're not getting any younger. Like you want to get your career. To a different place, and you didn't get a lot done today. You were fucking. You you're fuck, a piece you of shit. Suck. You're a piece like, of why, shit. Like why? Why are you here? <laughs> wow. See, I couldn't. I would go. You know, somebody asked me once. They said, uh, "Fuck, man." They oh, said, "I hate. I hate hearing the people's like can, can just deal." I. I mean, the fact that you literally like today was great. Tomorrow's gonna be better. It's like it's amazing to me. Unless you've done like a crazy amount of self work to get to that point, or if that's just kind of how you're built. I bet it's kind of how you're built. I think I, it's how I'm I built. I think it's just genetically and chemically, everyone's brain works differently. Well, you know, you, you know what else? Like, but the, I, I actually put it because some days I do get negative, man, and then I wake up the next day like, well, what did that do? And I, I but see, I, I hate. Oh, that just that it's just so funny because I was talking to this girl that I've been kind of seen lately who is very much like that. And, Positive, and, yeah. And uh, I was saying to her, I'm like, ah, I 
like, here's the thing. Like, I don't think I'm like, I'm not like depressed. I mean, like, no. I, I, it's not like I'm in a depression. Like, this is how my brain works. Like, I'm just always sort of on that side of it. But I was talking to her and, and, uh, and I was kind of, you know, you're trying to feel out somebody. Like, we definitely have fun together and we're trying to do other Wait, you have like, fun? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. do you do fun things with her? Well, yeah, we actually do do fun things. What we, do you we do? Seen a lot of musicals. She lives you out in New York. You did? musicals. Yeah. What did you go see? I'll, I'll get into it in a second. But but so this is the point that she uh, she was. I was asking you. Know, I'm trying to figure out, like would, would she be able to deal with my my more fucked up parts? Yeah. You know. And so because uh, of course that's where I want to like let's live in the reality where I'm always gonna feel fucked up. <laughs> you know, like let's make sure like, that's so fucking ridiculous. But so I was like, you know, I was talking about like, do you ever like just like hate yourself or do you ever just like feel as you was like she was like. No, I mean, if you don't love yourself, who who else will? I'm like, yeah, I get the concept of self-love. Like, yeah, that's a better way to approach yourself, but, like, that's not... Like, yeah. what you just said, like, like yeah, I get it, but, but Mo, how if, do you not... <laughs> if this is working for you, why it's change not! it? But clearly it kind of is. It's not working! Okay. No, it's not. How is it... Like, career-wise, fine. Like, yeah, I can, I can make a little money doing this kind right. of thing, but I'm, it's not working. Here's what I always, and I don't remember who said this, but this is what sticks with me, okay? And whenever I get down or whatever, the only thing you're ever 100% in control of, really, is your time. How do you want to spend it? Yeah. Miserable no. or happy? No, 100%. So that's 100%. it. And so I always go back to that. Like, when I'm down, I'm like, fuck. And I'm not saying I'm not some freak who doesn't get down. This town punches you in the face. Yeah. Well, and I'm not even talking about career stuff. Like, like I feel like I've gotten so much better about not well, personally, about dude, career. I get down, but, but, but this life shit. Life shit, personally. I couldn't be happier with the woman I married. And I could not be... I have still wake up every morning and I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, there's no yeah. way she was supposed to pick me. Yeah, she's a hottie. Yeah, and my kids are fantastic, and they're and they're they they're grown and they're out of the fucking house, and it's like, I I personally, I feel like it's been pretty good so far. Yeah, no, you got a good thing Father's going. Day was yesterday. I got some, you know, my son was. Super funny, you know. He still he make he sent me something that basically said, "You're not getting any younger. Make sure you get up and move your limbs every day." That's what he said, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's probably pretty that's fair." Great. I, Nobody I, I ever sent told my me dad that. this uh, this book that I bought one for my mom, one for my dad. I guess in my mom, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and it's like things you love about. It says like I love. When you're da da da, all right, yeah. like little Mad Libs, you fill up your yeah. your dead. I was fucking laughing my ass off, just making just like little digs out of it, jokes throughout the whole thing. Well, I think that my the way I got into comedy was just making my dad laugh. I love making my dad laugh, and he thinks like you guys close? everything. I, yeah, he thinks like everything I say is funny, and it's just like around the dinner table, I would just fucking like if my dad, my parents, or my brother used to always say, if dad was famous, you would be like the most famous comedian around because you can just impersonate him and just rip him apart like in such an expert manner <laughs> like at the table i'm just fucking just, just <laughs> does he take it oh he loves it yeah just like just fucking you know what like, your it, brother is opposite of you is he pretty does he, he pretty centered i mean he he's he's not negative at all and he's super nice and he's like a little motherfucker we're like since we were like eight he's told my parents to like donate his gifts to charity older than you younger older than, you. than me but he's very he can be very neurotic too and is he married? He's. I was at his bachelor party this weekend. He's getting married. Yeah, two years old. Oh, that's right. And he lives in Utah. No, he lives in San Francisco. For some reason, decided to have his bachelor party in Utah. It seems weird because the. I booze, thought it was stupid as hell. The booze is like less percentage. This is what's so funny. The booze, if you want to buy cold beer, like not in a bar. Yeah. It's only three point two percent. You can buy normal. 
beer, but you have to get it warm. Yet. What? Yeah, you can buy it like at a wholesale store. Were there any Mormon women in gorilla costumes? I didn't see a lot of Mormon women in gorilla costumes getting fucked in the ass. I did see a lot of women in plastic surgery, and I found out that Utah, one of them, told, someone told me this, that is the highest per capita plastic surgeons in the country. Do you know what else Utah is? Has the highest percentage of pill-popping drug addicts. And Salt Lake City has a gay mayor. I know. The it's Mormons like, are well, slipping. fucking just weird. Do you think the Mormons- I don't get it. Like, I'm like, wait, so you can't get regular percentage beer, but you can just pump fucking shit into your face like with uh, plastic surgery. Like, it's just weird. Let me ask you something. Do you think the Mormons ever look at Scientology and they're like, phew. The, sna- yeah. the snake shit doesn't look so weird anymore, does well, it? I, this, I, our, our, our pajamas don't seem so crazy. I huh? know, because I love like that Mormons, yeah, Mormons are like the Jews- I was gonna say the Jews, Don't the Christians, you but they're like ever they're like say the, that to a no, no, no. But they're like they're like the out kind of yes, uh, for the Christians the outliers. For the world. Yeah, yeah, they're the outliers. Um, but they all seem fucking happy. So. I do. It's because they're all on pills and they got plastic surgery and they're beautiful. Is. Oh, well, then that's yeah. That, that makes so much sense. When you what you guys do for the bachelor party? Uh, we, uh, did, did the strippers of, wear bikinis? And uh, no, we didn't do it. No strippers. None of that. Uh, like I said, my brother's just the opposite of that kind of guy. Um, but. We did uh, some awesome downhill mountain biking on those fucking uh, bikes that have like a shock in the middle, like hardcore downhill shit. So that shit. sounds fun. That was fun as hell. I'm not saying I don't have fun. I have fun. I just can't think like, am I gonna go out and buy one of those bikes and do no. that every weekend? No. Yeah. Did That's anybody any any of the middle aged guys bite it? And... A lot of fucking falls, and I was like, so this is the dumbest idea I've yeah. ever heard. Like, Wait, so were they scraped up and beat the fuck up? We, we were like wearing like motorcycle helmets, like it was like real deal <laughs> shit. And it was so stupid. Like, of course, someone could have fallen and hurt. Yeah. Them. And we also did like downhill uh, tobogganing. They had these like all this cool shit at those. What ski do you mean? And so it's like you know, was they, it on the snow? No, no. They, they you go up on a ski lift and they have like these tracks, like giant water the cement slides. tracks. No, they're like plastic, but they go all the way down, like 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 a was miles. it a, was it an al- alpine? It's called an alpine slide. Alpine slide. Those things are a fucking death trap. Yeah, I mean, I you post- can get going. We, we grew up. Yeah. Anybody who's ever been to Western Mass. They had an alpine slide. Uh, I forget what the roller, what the uh, park was, but it was a cement, and it was. Shh, but you, it's like a luge. Yes, but you, but but you don't have any padding on, and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. No, we didn't have helmets on, I, I, on the side on the cement. This was crazy. There was one huge turn at the alpine slide, and where the turn started to where it ended were blood streaks oh, because people. You don't know what to fight. If you imagine if they put you in a luge and they were like, go, yeah. you kill yourself. So you're in this little thing and it's just got this little toggle to turn it. Exactly. Like the, the, that's what's the fucked up part of it. And like how you fast were you going? I don't know. It felt really fast. You could go pretty fast if you yeah. let it go. So we're kids. We're on a cement thing with a toggle and no helmet. And when you hit this turn, a lot of times your elbow would get outside and it would just fucking all the way up the arm. The blood streaks were. Crazy. Yeah, and right before we we did it, we said the woman, like, the girl, girl who was operating, it, you know, and we were like, "So this is pretty safe, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's pretty safe." And we're like, you can't fall out. She's like, "Oh no, people fly off the track like every day." We're like, so it's not safe. Then. No helmets. Yeah, no helmets. They didn't give you a helmet. No. And there's like, you're like, well, that's not safe. Like every day, someone flies off the track. Like you're going like pretty fucking fast. So I'm eating pumpkin I mean, seeds. Yeah, by the you way. go for it. You pumpkin it up. You know why? I. Oh, because yeah, somehow it's weed related. It makes the weed, the fat. The best way to do it was a dairy, but fat makes weed. If you eat it, go through your body faster. Why do you have now tattooed in your arm? Mm. Us two- now, mm-hmm. because um, 
I spent a lot of time as a younger man thinking about what was going to happen five years from now, and I was letting days go by. Yeah. And five years from now will be great if you remember to be here now. That's that's basically what changed. Yeah. I, I just start because I used to be like you, man. I would think five years, ten years, five years, ten years. But then days were passing by where all I was thinking about was five years, ten years when I wasn't taking care of what I needed to today. Yeah. And when I started taking care of things that needed to today, five years later, shit was good. Do you know what I mean? That's smart. Yeah. Okay. So I get the now. What's the us? I'm here with everybody. I'm present with us. Well, smart shit, dude. That's see, nice. okay, now see, you've done some work. Mm-hmm. You, you've thought it through. You know, you're presenting yourself like you just get this happy pass through life, but that's like a, that's a, I don't know that you needed to bro it out with the tattoos, but that's some good <laughs> thing. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I get that, like, well, that little cute little speech you had must have gotten you late a lot of times, like fucking some dumb surfer shit, like, oh, this fucking deep shit. Whoa. You know, like, that's that cool. You, you could have gotten Alan out. Watts tattooed on, like, your back shoulder or some shit, but that's cool. No, that's smart, though. Uh, Tell me about the slide. Tell me about the slide. Oh, whatever. We did the fucking slide. And then we, yeah, it was fun. And then they fall off? No one fell off. Uh, we did it. And then it was funny. We went out that night and like, we went to, like, a fucking cool dance club happened to be in town. It was great, man. Park City was cool. I think. But it was, we, like, an X Games bachelor party. Yeah. Well, my brother's, like, super into sports. So he wanted to do, like, we played, like, football. We played badminton. It was a cool thing. Yeah. And I'm really, I really like his fiance, so I'm, I'm super happy for him. Yeah, it's cool. Is she good looking? Yeah. And she's super cool. And she's just a great woman. So I'm very, very happy. And, and do was, you feel like, then, there's a, does he look like you at all? He, yeah, he's, like, a lot taller. He's, like, 6'4". That's a tall Jew. Yeah, he's a tall Jew. My dad's a tall Jew, too. I ever tell you why my theory on why there are no sh- tall Jews? Or not a lot of them? Huh. Here's my theory. The Holocaust? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that actually depleted all types of Jews. Not just tall. Oh, that, yeah, that's yeah. sort of all. all yeah, yeah. And by the way, that's a good theory, too. Okay. I like that one. I'm going to put that as 1A. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, take that. Yeah, I'm going to give you yeah. one, okay. and then you maybe we might want to put 1A ahead of one. Fair enough. Okay. One, because I don't think there were a lot of tall Jews in the Holocaust either. Here's why. I think when the Jews were walking across the desert for 40 years, the little ones hid under the tall ones for shade. <laughs> so the tall ones never made it across the desert. Right. And That's by the time good. we got there, it was just us short fuckers like, hey, yeah. we're here. Yeah. The big guys fucking. So it was the short, smart ones, which is yeah. what th- this country seems to have a bunch of. Yeah. That stuck around. What do you yeah, think about that theory? That's pretty fucking good theory. It's not so terrible. It's a really good theory. Yeah. And, so, and, yeah, and it works at all levels because the, the way, smart ones were smart enough to do that. Yeah, yeah, and then let's go back to the Holocaust. I think that probably and is... And that also just kind of decreased the numbers in general, <laughs> kind of a different system. But, uh, yeah, no, that's... Uh, system? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was a system. It was a, a system, fucking system. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. wasn't the term. But I will say this is funny that we're chatting because that's something I've always liked about you. You were like... Uh, I do feel like I always feel like very like it's easy to get. Maybe you're just a guy who's easy to get along with. General, so maybe it has nothing to do with me. But I feel like I always find it very easy to get along with. There's like a camaraderie. I always like and liked you from the minute I met you. And I always felt like we're very different in certain regards. Yep. But then another. But y- there's a certain kind of like. You don't. You, you seem very open-minded at the same time as sort of like knowing exactly what your shit is. You know, which is nice. Like, it's not like a judgy aspect. No. Which is really kind of cool. You know. I, I will tell you. I and thank you. I, I am very secure with who I am, and part of being secure with who you are, in my mind, means you're open to allowing other people to be who they are. Sure. So I, the less secure you are, to me, the less secure you are with who you are, the more rigid you are with other people about how they have to act and how they have to behave and how what you think is right or wrong, because you're not... 
Right. So well, sure. this is like, you know, because like there's this TV concept that I, that I wanted to talk to you about after this. And then yeah. the reason I thought me and you would be a good match for it is because it, it is coming from shit from very different perspectives. Yeah. And that's why I think it would be fun, you know, to whatever the, the thing is, to sort of see these two are different, you know, the, the strengths and the weaknesses of these different kind of perspectives. But we, we always, even when we were on the panel on Chelsea, it was good. Yeah, it was always good. You know what's good. Fu- funny, by the way? It's going to be good on Comedy Knockout, yeah. which will be on twice a week starting in August, True TV. All Dude, that's right. pretty exciting that Very you exciting, that you got a show on TV. You know, yeah. how, you know how it's crazy rare, fucking hard that is, I know. right? Yeah, you know I how, do know because I've sold a bunch of shit. And me this too. Is the only one that's ever fucking ended up. on And you know how hard it is. Not only you get it on the air, you got a second season pickup. Well, we're calling. They're calling it a, a, a season one B. Okay, it's a second but, season. Yeah. <laughs> it it yeah, was no, on no. and then it was off and now it's on that's again. Great, right, man. Like our show, like is done as well as like at midnight, which is fucking that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and what's the demo for your show? And and when you when you pitched it, because this is always interesting to me, was there some things that you were like, all right, the concept of the show, I need to change. Did you hold on to anything? Were you precious with anything? Well, I mean, there were certain things that, like, uh, you know, they wanted to change. You know, right. so that, that you kind of had to, like... Right, did you... But was there anything that you were like, I'm not fucking... This is one thing I'm not changing, and they were like, "You got to change it." You're like, "Okay, I'll change it." I mean, I feel like I've been smart about ways we're like changing it, but like within the way I want to do it. Right. For instance, like in the beginning, early concept of the show, they again, the way the show works is like three comedians uh, go through these gauntlet of comedic challenges and like the different games, you know, and you, and you end up like just like one game's called "What Not to Say," where the host will say like, you know, what not to say when you're walking into a gynecologist's office. Boom, and the comic wouldn't say that. You have different things. Smell my fingers. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, hello, 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 hello. You yeah. know, like something like that. And and uh, and then the loser basically ultimately has to get like this sort of like consequence, and it was going to be like a physical punishment, but they they didn't want it to be physical. Right. So then I was like, all right, well, what can I do? So I came up with this idea for this thing called the apology, which is great. Which is great. Where it's like the comedian has to just cold read off the camera, and I suck at comedy apology that we've written specifically for them attacking them, but they're attacking themselves, and then these funny pictures that we've taken off their Instagrams and stuff pop up behind them that they've never seen before. So you get these great reactions where people don't, well, how'd you get that? Sarah, Sarah Tiana's, hers was great. Was so funny. Yeah, yeah. It was she so funny. She nailed it. It was. Yeah. It's cool too, because like I wrote like a lot of those, and we have other writers, and we all wrote them together and stuff, and so it's cool like when you're like, oh fuck, like that shit actually worked. Yeah. Like it's like, you know, like I mean, we had great we have great writers on the show. They're so fucking talented, and we all like you know we'd sort of like Sarah's like okay, I wrote that one like, and then like they everyone would pitch in, and we sort of like we get it up there, and it's like oh shit, people are laughing at yeah. that. You know, it's cool. And Sarah's delivery was great too. Like she delivered it like perfect. Like hers is like the prototype. She it, because one thing about her is that she has a great sense of humor, also about herself. Yeah, it's it, it's always funny to me to see comics. Who can't laugh at themselves? I know. I don't get that. Or have like like sore feelings. Yeah. Like I've done that. Like that happened to me on Chelsea. Where like you just sort of like sometimes you'd hurt someone's feelings. Like well, fuck, dude. Like we're thought we're all like just being comics. Like well, fucking be- just rip me. Yeah. That, that's the thing. And that's that- like that's actually part of my pitch to True TV involved that aspect of Chelsea, where it was like I felt like there was like Chelsea could dig on people, but no one else could dig on each other really. We dug and on you, each other. You guys though. who were like really in the collective yeah. could kind of do it, but like I like I, that wasn't like like I wanted that to be a folk. Or if you did, it was the funniest fucking part. Right. Like there was nothing funnier than Chelsea ripping apart Michael Yo. It's like so if that if that was like the. Do you remember? I forget what TV show you were on. Maybe Hank Azaria TV show. Yeah. And you show up, 
and you're wearing this brand new green leather jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you I, were I was, fucking proud of that I brand. Knew, I asked them if they would let me borrow it. Oh, you set. were fucking like, I'm wearing this. I'm going to wear this on TV. And like the first thing she said to you was, what the fuck are you wearing? And I could, because when we were backstage, you had said a couple times, it's fucking, you like this jacket? You like this fucking jacket? Well, because it was like a real, like, it was like it's so ex- expensive. They're like, they're like, you fuck that yeah. shit up. Like, you're so you were it. like, how much do you think of this jacket or anything? And everyone was like, that's a great jacket. Yeah. The first fucking thing she says to you is, what the fuck is that jacket? Yeah, and you so were, funny. Do you remember that? Yeah, I definitely I remember that. I could see you crack. You were like, <laughs> What I was wearing? And your well, face. Chelsea Handler has like this weird ability, and like I don't really know a person like you do, but like she, like just on those shows, like she's like an ability to kind of cut, cut you. through it. Yeah, and it's like and it's find sort of, what and... would make you. She has a crazy ability to not only say it, but to innately know what is going to bother you the most. You know who else like that is, and, and of course, of course, she is is Amy Schumer because I worked with her on Reality Bites Back, this little show on Comedy Central, like years ago in two thousand eight, and and I and I never encountered anyone. It's certainly I never counted a woman who could do this who could just fucking like Crush just you. win at that yeah. shit and like win in a way where you're like ah oh, like yeah ow I'm, would, I'm, I'm gonna leave you're kind of like I wouldn't have said that about you yeah but I also wouldn't have thought to say that way I'm gonna go go ahead and yeah leave. it was yeah. like it was like and, and she's super nice just like Chelsea seemingly super nice people like and Amy was like still she'll tweet about my fucking dumb little whatever shows I'm doing but like she's fucking just sharp and like just can but just you know it's one I one of the things I love the most. And I think it's one of the reasons why comics can talk to each other. Not only do most of us have that uh, uh, the thing in our DNA where we'll poke fun of each other and it's okay, and really it's the only group of people you can say certain things I think around. We, ha- we all have that in common, and we all have a sweet pair of Now Us tattoos yep. that we take out with us in, <laughs> in our travels. <laughs> yep, That's yep. what bonds all comics. Yeah, where are your Now Us tattoos? <laughs> I have mine uh, like on, a holster? both on my asshole. Like a holster? They sort of surround my asshole just <laughs> just, just as a reminder to whoever you, is, let's be uh, honest. is looking Nobody at me in prison. Nobody could tattoo your asshole. You have the hairiest asshole of all time. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a desert. <laughs> It, it's look, a thick. It's a thick phobia. I'm just judging by the rest. Yeah, no, it's look. I mean, Are you look, a hairy dude? Oh, it's terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm a midway through back laser. Do you shave here because it pokes out so much of your neck? No. Like, does it come out of your shirt so yeah, much? Yeah, it, it would if I didn't. Yeah, I keep this. I keep it pretty good. Do you know I met somebody? Uh, I'm not going to say what town he was in, but I'll tell you, Myrtle Beach. Nice. And uh, meet and greet, right? The guy walks up to me, goes, "Hey, I got to show you something." And his wife goes, "Yeah, he didn't want to. He didn't want to shave until he showed you." I go, "What?" He goes, "Look." And his front of his neck hair connected to the back of his neck hair. So the side here. So he had like a like a mock turtleneck of just hair. No way. And the, Myrtle Beach is a hot climate for that look. Yeah, so he would... Uh, by the way, but there's no climate that should have that look. Right. That's I mean, a bad look. I feel like if you're in Siberia and you're really broke and you can't afford a good sweater, you might want to rock that for the winter. I guess? Maybe. But still, yeah, that's a that's amazing. But I'm he was gonna... like, he was like, I want to show you. And first thing I thought was, I got to figure out what I'm putting out there. That he decided, what, babe, can't that shave guy's this. gonna want that. <laughs> I need to hold that. Can't shave this until <laughs> yeah, Josh yeah. Wolf sees it. That's fucking. I that, was like, that's true. That might be on you. Yeah, what is yeah, that exactly? I did put that on me because yeah. I was like, what is it that I'm putting out there where he thought. He's going to fucking this love it. This will make his day. Yeah. This will make it worthwhile. You know yeah. who's going to like this? Josh Wolf. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's a, fucking hilarious. I, For me, um, that would be a deal breaker. If a, Well, if a woman, obviously. But <laughs> yeah. for me, I don't like... Uh, 
No, I'm like I'm, I'm very much like women. I do like I want I want like maintain I want shit maintained, and I'm 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 on it now. I'm I'm fucking lasering this shit. This La- I'm your entire back. Yeah, yeah. Like, how much was it? How far? It's getting pretty real. How, now here's the funny how thing. How far down on your back did it go? Oh yeah, I mean the whole kind of deal was kind of happening. You know, it was it was it was really in effect. But the funny thing is, when you get your back lasered, they have to shave you, so you feel like a monkey. Like you sit there on the bed, and they come in and they just sort of. And you look down the bed and you're like, holy fuck, that's a lot of fucking hair. Like, that's disgusting. And when she was doing it to me, uh, they called her off to do something else. Oh, no. And another woman came in and she looked bummed. She's like, I don't usually do the shaving. And I was like, sorry? <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm saying you should have been a nurse. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's fucking, I mean, I don't feel good now either. So, can just I tell you do it. the worst? The, okay. I've seen disappointment on a nurse, male nurse's face. Okay. But this was the most horrific. Okay. I was in the ER. Okay. And I had had this crazy headache and fever for like a week. And I was like, something is fucking wrong. And um, this, the guy in the ER was like, okay, yeah, we're going to have to take a, a, give you a spinal tap. And he's sitting there and he goes, but don't worry about it. He's the intern nurse guy. He goes, don't worry about it. Dr. Garcia is here. He's the best with spinal taps. They can be really painful, but he's actually world renowned. Like people come to him from all over to get this done because he the is, spinal tap is when they just fucking put like a sword in your back. Essentially, they put it's an like an enormous needle, needle yeah. in the base of your spine, and they and it's a needle that goes up to eleven. It, it, Boom! Yeah, come on, right? Exactly. Come on, few yeah. nerds yeah. who are at least thirty-four. <laughs> so. He's sitting there and he goes, so he's going to be in, feel good about it. And right. he, he basically said, you don't want anyone else doing this, Dr. Garcia. And I, I was like, phew, because I felt terrible, dude. I'm listening there. My brother's there. He's in there with me. And he was like, yeah, man. He was like, I wasn't going to tell you, but I had a spinal tap done before and it wasn't good. This, There was a doctor and he'd done it before, but it's really painful and you should be happy Dr. Garcia's here. And I go, I'm feeling good. And about 15 minutes later, the guy comes back in and he goes, um, well, this is the nurse. So, Dr. Garcia, there was just a huge car accident. So, he is going to have to take care of some people. So, the spinal tap, uh, I guess I'll do it. And I went, what? And he goes, I guess I'll do it. (laughs) Guess again. And I said, isn't there anyone else? He goes, no, all the doctors. And I go, well, isn't there? And he goes, I go, what about the nurse that usually works with him? He goes, yeah, she's there too. I go, have you ever... When you're reasoning with the guy and he's letting you ask, like, and he's also like, well, consider that. That's a bad sign for anything involving your spine. I said, have you ever done one before? He goes, I've done it a bunch on the cadaver. (laughs) Like, dude, just fucking lie to me. Yeah. Like, where's your... You could have said (laughs) Where's your bedside man? Yeah, dude. Like, I don't... I'm not going to fucking look up your... I'm not Googling you. There's no IMDB for you, right? Okay. (laughs) There's no IMDB nurse. (laughs) So this is not oh like I'm not going to get to check your resume here, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, The pilot, the pilot doesn't get on like, all right, we're off to Milwaukee. First time I've done this passage. Yeah. Usually <laughs> deal with a different headwind, but we'll see what happens. I've never Back actually up. landed a plane yeah, before. It's like, yeah, fucking just tell us what you need to tell us. And my right when he guy said, I guess I'll do it. I looked at my brother, and my brother goes, I'm gonna wait outside. Oh man, that's so great. And he walked. It, it was the single worst. Was it really painful? Oh my god, because he missed the first five times. <sighs> There's a certain spar- part of your spine. There's no way you could have just been like, can I, I'm just going to come back tomorrow. I had meningitis. Unless you were like, real, real. I didn't know I had meningitis at the time, but that's I didn't know that's, that's what they were testing for. They were like, we can't let you leave the hospital. And I was like, why? And they were like, I go, it's just the flu. And they were like, yeah, let's just let us 
he's let they, us just jam some of your spine five times. Oh, it was so bad. It was so 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 bad. But and the morphine after, I decided I did not like morphine. No, too itchy. I didn't like it. Huh. I okay, like so not a lot of heroin in your future. Or are you gonna? I I have to tell you. I if I had the mindset now that I had when I was 25, if I was 25 and had the mindset I have now, I would take a heroin. 25, I was a little more cautious. Okay. In that way, but right now I'm like, all right, I know that I could do it, and I know there's this. I could ask somebody and be like, what's the dosage? Where I'm not, but I still kind of get to feel, and I would do it. You know why? And I blame Hollywood. Every movie looks awesome. It looks like the yeah. best. I know you fucking do it, and you're just like in a field, just like (laughs) (laughs) you're playing poker with Peter Fonda. One of the biggest disappointments in my adult life is how boring cocaine is. I hated it. Yeah, I've done it a few times. I'm like, this ruins people's lives. I hated it. Like, I would rather have Pinkberry than this. Like, this is like fucking (laughs) bullshit. Like, it's bullshit. You just sit there, like. Come on. What fuck my shit up. Like, acid. Make me like bash in a car or like fucking go do something. Acid? I don't fuck around with that shit at all. Mushrooms? No. No, no, no. I don't. Ecstasy? No. Molly? No. I haven't done anything. Because really? Weed and some, a lot of, I don't drink anymore. I'm dead sober now. Why? Over a year and a half. Were you out of control? Just You know, it wasn't constantly out of control, but there was a few fucking moments that were happening more and more frequently where like, I would just black out and wouldn't remember anything and like, shit. Oh, would that's scary. Weird. Yeah, it's scary stuff, yeah. I, 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 would, I don't really drink that much anymore. Excuse me, either. I like uh, something called Cannon Blast. I'll drink that as a shot. Captain Morgan makes it. And I like tequila. That's about it. Okay, you've got to be sponsored by Cannon Blast. There's no way you just said you just referenced some random fucking. <laughs> that's such bullshit. Like, there's no way just you're not. Saying, there's really, no way you're not because that is like that is just saying. A, I re- I really you like have it. You have it. You didn't say what fucking type of mush uh, pumpkin seeds you're eating. You know, but you happen to give me a perfect little. What's the name of the What's the name of the liquor you were talking about? Cannon Blast. Yeah, it's really good. You just got paid sixteen times. <laughs> Uh, I, I love how you called me out on is that. that true? Is that real? I may or may not be doing some oh, work with so Captain Morgan. Oh, that's so fucking great. That's so great. <laughs> you know, here's, let me tell you a little. By the way, you need I to also work bought... on your, okay, you got to work on your line. I'm because, not lying. No, you're not lying, but you should have just dropped a few other product names throughout the thing so that it didn't seem weird. Like, you can't do, you know, an hour and a half of just, like, sincere conversation be like, and cannon blast, you know what I mean? Like, like, and they're gonna probably talk to you about this. They're gonna probably like Mark Maron needs to work on this too on his podcast. I feel like because he, it's like not only when it comes time to the product, it's like, hey, it's Mark Maron, and now I'm gonna get into my product voice, and yeah, it's gonna annoy the fuck out of you as I pitch these. Like, well, there's I a mean, lot of products I work with that I don't talk about that much. I, t- yeah. I, I Puma, okay. I love Puma. Puma's the easily listen. It's the cannon blast of shoes. <laughs> I will tell you this. This is a hundred percent true. If you're looking for a shoe to work out in or run in or anything, and I've worn Nike and I've worn New Balance, Puma is like, I bought a pair for everybody on my staff. It was like, it's the best shoe you'll ever wear. The only product-y type shit I ever got was one time I did Chelsea and uh, someone made fun of my shoes I was wearing. Mm-hmm. And then someone who worked for like uh, one of the, like a, like a nice shoe company wrote like, we agree, Mo, you should... Step up your shoe game. And it was that company where I go, cool, send me a pair. And they did. And it was awesome. I was like, oh, that's kind of fucking cool. That was pretty good. That was pretty nice, yeah. Isn't it weird how much, and even if it's like five bucks worth, how much free shit oh, really- That's amazing. 
That's amazing. I mean, something about getting yeah. something for free where or you're just like, like even yeah. Like, wait, even, so this pinwheel is free? Like I can walk out of here yeah. with the pinwheel? Oh, it's just like, and, I, and for me, I like factor shit, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a fucking extra iced coffee this week. Like I'm gonna fucking <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that with the money I'm saving on this yeah. pinwheel. I'm gonna get an extra iced coffee. Or like you get like a like a residual check. Like I did Modern Family in 2010. Yeah, and, and I and I still get like 150 bucks a month. Like it's crazy. Mo, I get it. A- check from home improvement still oh it's amazing right and it just comes and you're like well how much is your home improvement check at this point a dollar 19 it's fucking incredible it's awesome but what did you get to do on home improvement i had two lines i think (laughs) but you know what's crazy i love it what i think about is wait when did you get to this town 1998 and you had been doing comedy in new york i I was in seattle in seattle i didn't you know why i didn't go to new york or here because I didn't want to compete with the very best for five minutes of stage time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 in Seattle, you got 15 minutes at a time. So you imagine the third time you were on stage, I'm going to give you 15 minutes. It yeah. forces you to fucking write yeah. to get on stage and be like, I don't know. Yeah, it's the same reason I went to San Francisco. Right? It just never made sense to start here. I st- but who did you, because I started, I guess the only people that are still doing it that I started with are Brody and Joey Diaz. You started with those guys? Mm-hmm. Joey Diaz started in... Wait, it was in Seattle? Started in Seattle, yeah. Wow, he does not strike me as Northwest. Well, I mean, he he's moved, obviously not, but I mean, like, that's yeah, weird. He moved there with his girlfriend, <laughs> okay. and um, I think he had to get out of Colorado for some legal okay, reasons. Okay, okay. And uh, <laughs> I started with, like, just, it's insane how good my crew was. Like, I didn't even, like. In San Francisco. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, these Who? are all the people that we were, like, literally doing with mics together. Hassan Minaj, Daily Show. Yep. Ali Wong. Fucking. By the way, everything. I so fucking good. Fucking love Ali Wong. Yeah, and now she's currently writing for a big show, and she's about to be one of the stars of this new show on ABC. Moshe Cash. Wait, she's not going to be writing on Catherine Ken's show anymore. No, she writes on Fresh Off the Boat. You're racist. Yeah. That's just a different Asian show. Right. But uh, she is going to be. Uh, <laughs> Did you call him Captain Ken? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's wrong. He was too. trying to work on his Captain Morgan's plug, and they were <laughs> referencing the wrong Asian sitcom. He's still going to get $14 yeah. from Cannonball Run yeah. or whatever the fucking liquor is. <laughs> <laughs> Cannonball Rum. <laughs> oh, they Cannonball missed Rum! They missed that. <laughs> he did miss that. Cannon Blast. <laughs> Cannon Blast sounds like just the worst gay porn that anyone can Cannon Blast is actually what happens after I eat Taco Bell. Go ahead. Perfect. Uh, Ali Wong, Hassan Minaj, Moshe Kasher, uh, Shang Wang, uh, fucking, um, uh, it's like uh, more people, um, Brent Weinbach, Louis Katz. Really? Yeah. Ryan Stout. Fucking. I thought he... you said comics. Ah, I'm nice. kidding. Nice. Uh, and there's like a more, I, as more people. Fact, by the way. More people. I will just Nico Santos, who's the star oh, yeah, of Superstore. Uh, yeah. Fucking like, star comedy the same week with him. It's crazy. Like, it's really cool, you know? Uh, I will say this about Ryan, by the way, and I, I took a dig, but he's super funny. He writes jokes in a way that my brain doesn't work. Yeah, and he's always been like that. You know, yeah? When we started out, he was like, yeah. I mean, he, those guys have been doing about two years before I got there. But, but I mean, he, but, he writes, like, set up punchline, set up punchline way better than... That's a skill that I don't have. Yeah. The set that you know yeah, what I mean? You don't have that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree you know with what's you. It's funny. I've never seen you perform stand up comedy. What? Live. I've never seen it. We don't perform together, like ever. Like ever. I've never seen you perform stand up comedy. I, I was I did seven sets last week in town. That's weird. I didn't do any. I was in New York. But 
you just sort of recently started getting back on the town yes. thing. For because a while, you just on, weren't, you weren't well, doing it. I was on the road so much, and then when I was in town, I was working on Chels, and I wanted to spend some time with my family. No, I get it, but it, it's funny, because I must have got, I got here like in 2008. So, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. By, by the way, I did get penalized a little bit for making that decision. Yeah, sure. But, I mean, comedy is one of those annoying things where you just have to be like, I'm still doing it. Yeah. I'm still fucking doing it. Like, you think people know what you're up to because, like, you think people watch it on TV or whatever, but, like, no one knows what anyone's doing, basically. So you have to kind of, like, yeah. show up. Yeah, and it's just a choice that I made. Like, I know I'm going to get penalized for this, but I kind of like at my house. I like yeah. hanging out with my wife. She's got a, I, she's got the best at, ass. Yeah. No, she does. It's so nice. It's good. Take it easy. Okay. You don't need to grit your teeth when you say it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the cannon blast of asses. Tell me, because uh, we're almost at, buddy. Uh, when do we go off? Two the hours. Jesus Christ. Um, <sighs> see how quick? And that I agree fast. with you, by the way. That's like, I know that to be true about being able to talk to you. So I'm excited to try to work yeah, out yeah. the show idea. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you want to plug? Uh, you know, comedy knockout on True TV. Like I said, uh, one of the creators of that, uh, well, the creator and exec producer, watch that shit. Josh can be on this coming uh, season, uh-huh. uh, battling it out. Um, you know, Mo Mandel on Twitter, and I got a new comedy special called Negative Reinforcement <laughs> coming out, <laughs> coming out soon. I can't say the place, but it's gonna be one of those online ones. So check it out; it's gonna be good. All right, guys, I'm in Jacksonville this weekend, July, Jan, June 23rd to the 25th. Yeah. Um, and then. July, I, I'm doing a casino in Oklahoma. I'm doing Des Moines, Iowa. My mm-hmm. website is down right now. It'll be up soon. I'm also going to be in Boston uh, July 7th doing the Clay Buckholtz Foundation. The, there, It's a great charity. Um, we're going to so we're bowling, right? and then we're walking over the House of Blues, and there's going to be some comedy and some live music. So make sure you check that out. Um, I should have a website. To be able to tell you off the top of my head, but I'm not that good at this. And so, but just Google Clay Buckles Foundation, the website will come up. But come to that, it'll be a lot of fun. Jacob Wolf will be there with me on the road. He's taking a couple trips with me this summer. Um, and that's it, guys. Please download, rate, subscribe, tell your friends. This is a good time. I had a great time, man. It's very nice. It's a good uh, podcast. Thank good you. cast. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. We love you later. Let's take a picture there. Wow, two hours. I did not realize that. We were close. We were at hour 45. I'm fucking rocking it.